Welcome to the dark future. Welcome to Red Sky City. I'm tormented by gnomes. I'll be your game master this evening. Joining me is Bren. Hello, Kelly Link, Seltzer, and our special guest today, Jay Gray from Artalsorian Games. Welcome, everybody. Jay, how's it going today? I'm just basically trying to figure out where the center of my camera is. There we go. <laughs> Hi. It's, uh, it's the quarantine life. It hits us all. Uh, super happy to have you on board today. If you're not familiar, uh, Jay Gray is the media ambassador for Artalsorian Games, which is the company that's been producing, creating, designing the cyberpunk RPG since the year I was born, just before the year I was born. Um, Somewhere around that. Lord, are you that young? 1993. 87. Eight, eight, 19, 1988 is when the first edition. Uh, wow. Oh my God, you're old babies. <laughs> yeah, I was born. Yeah, it's... Uh, the beard and the receding hairline is, <laughs> yep. is my secret disguise. Uh, yep. I once went to Disneyland for my 15th birthday, and the person at the front door, at the front gate, thought I was 21. Oh no! Yeah. I mean, the height also plays into that, so it's not always a bad thing. But I, I am a baby in boomer's clothing. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're super happy to have you here today. Uh, for those of us who are used to the show. Golden Boy is not here today. He has an important family, uh, his, what does he say? His roommate? Yeah, he has an important <laughs> meeting with his roommate. And oh, if you right. watched last week's episode, you'll be aware of the fact that Sideshow spilled an entire beer on his computer and therefore will not be joining us. Yeah. It's pretty wow. funny, actually. I've got an anecdote about his, uh, his laptop because he took it to a laptop repair place. And the guy was like, yeah, so did you, did you turn it off straight away immediately? He was like, not quite because <laughs> he just continued rolling with the episode and then uh, apparently they opened it up and it was just caramelized beer because it just heated on the, on the keyboard oh no wow Sounds we were good. all <sighs> screaming at him to flip it over so at the very least it could drain yeah uh, i did something similar i my computer it's open at the top right because it's a big rgb laden power manly gaming rig oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's open at the top, so I spilled like an entire something down the bottom of it uh, right before I had an, an interview, which I then did from the designated looking up your nostrils phone angle. Cannot recommend. <laughs> you probably right. seem so tall, though. It does. It does make you look tall, but it also makes you look like, like one of the Easter Island statues or something. It's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> Unless you do the Dutch angle and you do it at a tilt, then you're okay. Uh, all right, let's, let's get to it. In our last episode, our heroes raided a Red Chrome Legion train that, in order to steal what was rightfully stolen in the first place. They did a job for a fixer named Hornet in order to mass up some eddies and some clout. One, to help fulfill their goal of essentially taking over the combat zone and moving into the shoes formerly occupied by the fixer Rex but also they needed funding for a trip out to a mysterious freighter owned by a, a shell company controlled by Hanako Arasaka years ago. The freighter was lost during the fourth corporate war, but 
their research links it to the four cryo-frozen individuals who are down in the bunker that they found beneath their apartment. By finding this tanker, they hope to unravel some of the secrets of the conspiracy of different corporations that's been surrounding them, and to gain some secrets that they can use to turn the tide to their advantage, to get one up on the conspiracy and learn some secrets that are lost to basically everyone else. They have no idea what they're going to find out there. Jarex has some suspicions, but the problem is first they have to get there and that's going to take some doing. Jim Fingers has been lining up a deal. I, I want to say, say that was a wonderful summary. Great. Thank you. Thank you. I do this a lot. You're blessed to have Joe. Jim Fingers has been working with Mr. Kernigan, one of the most powerful fixers in all of Night City. Uh, Mr. Kernigan got his start because he worked for the Port Authority right when the crash virus and the rabbits destroyed the old net. As soon as he realized what was happening, he grabbed a bunch of shipping information and booked it. Now he has access to information about all sorts of hidden caches of millions and millions of tons of valuable material. So if anybody was going to know where this cargo ship might be, it was Mr. Kernigan. You've done a few jobs for him. You've done a little bit of you scratch your back, I'll scratch yours, or the other way around and so now jim is in a meeting with mr kernigan to reveal the information from those ledgers that's going to give you the location of the ship you now the team is now aware of the fact that the last known coordinates and based on climate change of the last two decades uh, relative seaworthiness of the vessel ocean patterns and so forth it should be somewhere in the middle of the pacific garbage patch a gigantic sargasso of plastic and waste that's caught by the ocean currents. There are these two gigantic garbage patches on either side of the Pacific. One of them is a thousand miles offshore, kind of between California and Hawaii. In our current day, in the year 2021, most of that garbage consists of microbeads and microplastic. And so you can sail through it without really seeing too much. But after the wreckage of the fourth corporate war, which was fought primarily over shipping lanes, and just years and years of flotsam and jetsam and general destruction, it's gotten a lot gnarlier. There's whole floating wrecks and just seas of plastic and other garbage out there. This ship is supposedly lost somewhere off there. That is a thousand miles from shore. Simply getting there is going to be a bit of a, of a hassle. Fortunately, as Jim and Mr. Kernigan have their meeting sort of behind closed doors, They've managed to arrange a contact who might be helpful for you. And they've uh, arranged a meeting at the nearby docks. Kelly, in your last adventure, you got some valuable information from the racetrack that linked that was going to help you tie a connection between some executives at Rockland Augmentics and the Arasaka Corporation, which is still forbidden from doing business within the continental United States. Originally, you were going to head straight to Japan in order to solve this mystery. However, after hearing about what the rest of the team is up to, you've realized that there may be some tie-in about this lost cargo ship. Oh. Well, any information I can find, especially anything that I can use to take Rockland down, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of. So I definitely want to look into this information a little bit more. Excellent. You've already worked with the team. Uh, I'm sure that they can read you in on what they're accomplishing but they can probably do so while they're on their way to the docks. Uh, Mr. Kernigan has connected you with a nomad from a, a seafaring group of nomads. 
Um, and they're going to have the equipment that you need because not only are you going to need long-term transportation across a thousand miles of ocean, but you're also going to need just a boat in order to get to the freighter when you find it. And as you pull up to the docks uh, in whatever vehicles you have remaining in your vehicle pool, there is a figure waiting for you there. Jay, why don't you describe the circumstances under which they come upon you? Sure. Uh, you're, you're, it, it literally, there is a dock. Um, it is a long, uh, not wood, because not very things are made out of wood, long metal uh, piece of strip leading out into the ocean, uh, at the end of which there is a boat, and sitting on the dock on uh, an old lawn chair, old, you know, the kind that the, uh, the side of all the patches are all frayed and the springs are all over the place, uh, is a uh, uh, kind of short, uh, uh, stocky-looking uh, man, uh, white, uh, close-cropped, uh, balding, uh, blondish hair with a, a single data jack uh, interface bug right here on the temple. Uh, and a pair of sunglasses that is uh, dressed in uh, jeans, uh, leather, black leather jacket, and then underneath it, what appears to be a, a black shirt with a collar, and in the center of the collar is a white square. Though the white square, when light reflects off it, when a, a, something pa a car passes by and there are headlights, it's shiny, it's reflective, almost as if it was made out of sequins. Mm. And he's sitting there, mm. uh, picking out uh, a tune on his guitar, uh, those of you who are uh, fans of music uh, might recognize Friday Night Firefight uh, by the Rubicons. And uh, he, uh, he glances up at you, and as you uh, get a little closer, I'm assuming you're approaching, he's going to put down his guitar and pick up a spear gun and just kind of not point it at you, but just a little off to the side. And uh, at, at the meeting, it's it's all of us, right? It's it's me, it's Natalie and Miss Frizz. You got it. The Monarch and Jim Fingers are otherwise occupied, so yeah, no solo Jerex today. Is, Jerex is wondering why they've got the guy who's close to cyberpsychosis doing the, the negotiating for <laughs> this dark deal that's about to go down. I'm like, hmm, should I have brought my mono katana? I don't know. Meanwhile, Natalie, uh, the exec, not? is standing right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I would uh, leave a lot of the talking to, to other people. I'm kind of under the impression, I, I kind of know what we need. We need transportation, right? We need uh, a means of getting to the location that we've got. Um, but yeah, business isn't my strongest suit, I suppose. Like, I, I, I wouldn't really feel comfortable. I don't think Jarex would feel comfortable. No worries at all. We're here to have this conversation, and uh, I've got everything that you did that we need in big, like, bubble letters on a post-it note in front of my board that I've been carrying. And we're coming here, just to be clear, to secure our transportation from wherever this is. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple of other pointers. The three of you have been informed that you're going to go meet with a nomad who can provide transportation. No details have been provided to your contact aside from very brief profiles on the three of you the coordinates have not been transmitted to your contact the nature of your mission has not been transmitted to your contact no payment details have been arranged this is just a fixer fixing up some potential clients with a person who might be able to fulfill their need 
and the exact information exchange and other negotiations have been left to you. Joseph, you say there's been a brief information exchange uh, to uh, Jay's character here about us. And I'm assuming these are like one, two word descriptors. Would you happen to know what they are, like the descriptors given to Jay's character? And uh, you know, any I, descriptors about Jay's character for us? I honestly yeah. think it'd be more fun if each of you wrote that yourself. If all four of you could just give like, what is your brief? Not one that you wrote yourself, but like, what would somebody write about you? I think for me, it would just be like a drawing of the iguana that Miss Frizz uses all the time. And maybe with like her like poofy hair tied back and glasses, but it wouldn't actually be her like a descriptor or anything. It'd just be a drawing of the lizard that she uses as her symbol. <laughs> Esoteric. Natalie, what do you think be... would be in a, in a brief profile on you? Actually, I have to ask, uh... is it three people or four people? It is four because of Jonah. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to freak you out by showing up with an extra. He's not a cop. Hey, I've, uh, uh, I've been here the whole time. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would, I would say uh, they, they just sent over a little happy and big lump. <laughs> These are not nearly as useful as I, I had intended, but that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> and yep. I asked you, Joseph. <laughs> I, you know, I reap what I sow. Uh, Jerex, what would be in your in your mission brief? He's frozen. Oh, <laughs> no, I thought he was really that. still for so long. I was like, man, he's really focused on whatever he's reading. Cyberpsychosis. Yeah. yeah, he uh, his computer just exploded. So he's undergoing a, a temporary bout of cyberpsychosis. So I imagine that the profile would say uh, UK national slash expat and then cyber surgeon is scratched out netrunner is also scratched out and then ninja it has a question mark at the end of it and then somebody's tentatively writing an actor underneath it and it's heavily scratched out jim fingers has has a lot of work to do on his composition skill um yeah and you were told to look for you were told to look for a priest on the docks. Priest. Cool. Do you have like the priestly garb on? Yes, yes. He has he he has a uh, black cassock white white collar. Um Miss Frizz, although quite the educator, is not too informed on religion, so she's going to like kind of like bow to him, be like, "Oh, father," and and like bow. It, even though oh. that's not really what you would do. It, ple- pleasure. My grace. Oh. This guy with the ah. yeah. You must be who we're looking for. Oh, that's a lovely harpoon. Oh, it gets job done. Uh, she gets kind of like see. right up there. And she's like, are you our contact? Wow. You really are a little happy, aren't you? <laughs> that's an understatement. Uh, let's see. It was a good week at work. Curly red-headed iguana. Little happy. Big guy. How are you doing? I was told you'd be wearing a blindfold. <laughs> and, uh, Dr. Ninja. Yeah, I would just be staying off at a distance. Definitely not because my PC crashed and I had to restart and it wasn't here, but, <laughs> yep, definitely, a, yeah. you know, just my mind is blank. It's empty. No thoughts. 
What part of off. what part of the UK is Jerax from? Um, I I would say like a major metropolitan area, probably like London. Okay, all right. We were this close to him being Doctor McNinja. That was <laughs> we, we dodged a bullet there. He didn't go to four years of ninja school to leave out the ninja. Exactly. Uh, I didn't go to ninja school uh, at all. Yeah, it shows. Okay. I picked up the sword and I'm winging it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, tell them that. Now, yeah. Now that you've proven that you're not going to attack him right off, he just he, he lowers the, the 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 harpoon gun on his lap. Says, "Uh, Father Graceland, I'm told you need to go somewhere." Father Grace, oh, is somebody's dad? Oh no, that's the the religious thing, right? <laughs> can I is... call you Father? Uh, you can if you want. Can I call you Mister Graceland? I'm pretty easy about that. What about Gracie? Is Gracie okay? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Well. <sighs> no, that's okay. No, that's fine. You Sorry. know what? No, we'll just bring it back. We'll bring it back. We'll bring Your back. Excellency, I, I apologize. And she does nope. another bow I'm, away. I'm, I'm not a bishop. We, my religion doesn't have bishops. So uh, you, could just, you could just call me. If, you, if you're uncomfortable with the title, you could, you could just call me, call me Graceland. That's fine. Yeah, oh, even Jerax, with his limited social skills, is looking around at this situation like, what, what is happening? <laughs> What's going on? It's like, we're, we're, are we here for a boat? I don't even know. Uh, boat. So, yes, I do have a boat. And I'm told that you need to go someplace out and see. Now, I should tell you, uh, nine times out of ten, that's a good way to get yourself killed. Uh, there's a reason why there's not a lot of shipping anymore. Uh, there's the uh, the wreckage that's floating around everywhere. There is the horrible sea storms due to the fact that uh, the climate's been messed up for, uh, well, decades. And then there are the semi-autonomous uh, boat-seeking mines that uh, are left over from the Fourth Corporate War. So uh, you can either die, die, or, or die. Now. I can get you where you need to go, and I can get you back. But I gotta tell you, it won't be easy. Wait, you only gave us three options, and all of them were dying. <laughs> is there not a fourth? Yeah, I was hoping fourth for one is uh, is you hire me, and we do the job <laughs> right, and uh, you don't you don't you don't question. Uh, I would not question. Um, I have no idea what this man does, but I am sure that it is something, and whatever it is, I would not question him and his expertise when he does it. And I would ask that you uh, perform me the perform me the same professional courtesy. Of course, yeah. Are you, and you, you, you say you own a boat? Uh, my family owns a boat. Okay. All right. Well. Nomads I... don't own things. Families own things. I, can't, I cannot believe the monarch has gotten out of this all because he's scared of the ocean. It's unbelievable, oh. actually. He'll he'll be coming with. It's you know just later. Uh, speaking of the monarch, is is there any like really really big ship eating fish? Because that's really high on his list of concerns. I just want to mark that off before we go any further with this. That's really thoughtful of you, Jonah. And I turn him off. Oh, oh, Jonah's asking about fish, huh? Big fish. Asking about whales, Jonah? Yeah, yeah. 
Not, uh... Uh, well, the, uh, the answer is uh, yes. Uh, during the Fourth Corporate War, uh, as you might know, a lot of it was done out at sea, a lot of fighting out at sea. And uh, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but it is possible to, uh, to cybernetically enhance animals. And that includes chip modifications to um, behavior, and that was done on dolphins, and it was done on a number of different whale species, uh, killer whales especially. And uh, you know what happened is uh, there's still a lot of them are still roaming out there, just free, cybernetically enhanced. Are you telling me that there's laser whales. dolphins out there? Uh, probably not lasers. Uh, oh. Probably harpoons. Oh, okay, that's still cool. Um, possibly underwater machine guns. Ooh. Wait, that's, that's impressive for many reasons. <laughs> so, yeah. what, um, do we have to go by boat? I'm increasingly concerned about this boat plan. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the problem is, is if you want to go to a specific set of coordinates, yeah, you pretty much have to, because you could take a, a plane out there, but what's it going to do? How long are you going to be there? If you're going to be there for more than a few minutes, what's it, it's going to drop you off, and then you're going to be stuck. Uh, mm. And if it's... Uh, uh, a hovering vehicle like an AV, it's only to be able to hover for so long before it runs out of fuel. Boat, you can park. Wait, 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 wait. And Natalie turns around to face Jerax and Miss Frizz and Jonah and be like, I see what he's doing here. She points back. He's just trying to freak us out about this whole thing so he can jack up his price. <laughs> it's harpoon dolphins? That's yeah. stupid. And that's I've... not real. But... I've never heard of a dolphin before. I don't think he's mm -hmm. telling the truth. Yeah, you know, like science him, not biology, do you, Jerax? <laughs> just, just asking. I mean, I'm a do I'm a human doctor, not a not a dolphin doctor. But what if he's right? What if dolphins are real? And what if mm. they have lasers on them? Wouldn't you want to meet them? Uh, well, it's possible. I won't rule it out, Did but I, I can't. I don't run whale watches. Do they have interface points? Can we hack into them? Uh, I am not an expert in uh, net running. I cannot tell you that. Do the dolphins have 5G? That would help us a lot. I don't think they have any money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Yeah, Natalie, I do agree. It, this could be a trick, but do we have any other options? I don't well, think it's a trick, though, is it? I mean, you seem like a, a reasonable man, father, sir. I don't know the title. Damn it. Um, your Excellency. Oh, Your Excellency. No. Uh, again, I, I am not a bishop. Uh, my religion doesn't have bishops or cardinals. Um, your Honor. No, I'm not a judge. Your Grace, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just a car. Just a car. Uh, not a vampire. <laughs> Are those still I around? I thought exist. most of those got stamped out during the fourth corporate. Just oh, father works. I'm pretty sure my boss is a vampire. Vampire? <gasps> so the boat. I say we'll yes. take it. <laughs> so well, about the boat. You can't take it. It is it, it belongs to it belongs belongs to the Theta family. Mm. Uh but uh you by the way, Joe, I belong to the Theta Nomad clan, just wanted to let you know. Um I know that's important background details. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, but uh, I would be glad to, to take you out to where you're going so long as I know where it is. You don't have to tell me now. 
I understand that uh, missions are sensitive. I don't need to know what you're doing other than I need to know that if I'm expecting to be handling dangerous cargo there or back, potentially explosive, potentially radioactive, that sort of thing, uh, anything that may uh, impact the ability of the boat to get there and get back with us all, with most of our parts in place. Yeah, I don't know if the cargo will be radioactive or explosive. It might be, though. I think we're a little radioactive after being so close to that bomb a year ago, but not not like, you know, like banana level radioactive. Hmm. But we're, we're probably. Know. I think everyone's a little bit radioactive. You live in, in this true. city, you know? It's true. <laughs> There's always it's just a low, low level background radiation just going on. Listed a lot of things that might happen to us out at sea, and now you're talking about one single boat and this boat being able to handle it all. What does this boat even look like? How is it going to take us through this insane uh, maze of death and danger? He points behind him to the end of the dock where there is a large speedboat. Oh. A speedboat. Yep. Wait. For five of us? Yeah, there Get are... out a thousand miles from shore. Yeah, there are, in fact, six seats. How fast Ellie looks around go? the group. <laughs> fast enough. Okay. Good for running okay. cargo, good for, for running blockades. Uh-huh. And yeah, Ooh. you need to get a thousand miles out to sea. On that and what's your price? Ellie's oh. pacing around the dock now. <laughs> I don't negotiate that. Your fixer is going to mm. talk to uh, my clan's fixer, and they'll work out the price. Oh, that's good. Oh, I thought I was going to have to negotiate. Whew. Just the have wipe and sweat. Done something like this before, Monsignor Graceland? Hmm. Have you gone out to the garbage patch? You're going out to the garbage patch. Yeah, we go there all the time. We salvage stuff from there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what's your typical strategy on approaching this garbage patch? <laughs> well, generally I approach it, and if nothing's trying to kill me, I go further mm -hmm, until mm -hmm, I'm where mm -hmm. I need to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I somebody try tries to kill you, I often slow down because uh, if you go too fast, you run into garbage and it can put a hole in your boat. Okay, I'm sorry. You, you're clearly the man for the job. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. you know a thing or two about seafaring. I've been on a boat once, you know. Once. Really? Yeah. Is that a, how you it, came here? Yep. It was a big one. Yep. How'd it go? It's okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> a great story, Derek. From point A to point uh, B. I do. I do recommend uh, there are a number of drugs you can pick up if you suffer from seasickness. Um, speedboats, especially, uh, they are a little choppy. Mm. How would I? How do you know if you suffer from seasickness? You were on a boat, Jerax. But but it was a big You're one. The only one of I, us who it, might it, know. It wasn't that choppy. It was pretty big. Hmm. Uh, do you uh, get vertigo playing first-person shooters? I don't know what that is. I, I At think least so. one member of your party was literally an esports pro. In their past life, he's dead. <laughs> he is also Look dead. What happened to fair. him? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Jarex is uh, 
He's confused. He's wondering why Jim isn't here. He's normally the talker. He's lost. He's like a lost little schoolboy waiting in the playground for his parents to pick him up. It's like, I'm out of my comfort zone. So, so okay. Let's talk. Um, let's lay our cards on the table. Uh, there's no table and there's no cards, but we do it anyway. <laughs> do you... Uh, you you're getting to the place. Are you going to have to dive? Uh, are we? Oh, this is new. This no, is I also... thought we were taking a boat. Another boat? This is also a good place a to boat. point out the fact that I don't know how much you have read uh, the frizz in on what you know about the objective, what threats you're likely mm. to meet there, its origins, so on and so forth. Okay. Assuming that Mr. Fingers and Mr. Kernigan are working out a deal with the Nomad's family's fixer at this very moment, uh, involving a lot of beer, some of which may or may not be spilled on valuable communication equipment, which is why you cannot currently contact him. Uh, it's up to you to, you may not be in charge of negotiating price, but these sorts of details, and uh, who has the flow of information, preparing people, and overall, since Jim failed to acquire tear gas grenades, Monarch has kindly asked that the lot of you prepare for the journey, figure out what you're going to need instead why doesn't the monarch prepare is it grown adult He's throwing a because pair. his roommate's having a birthday oh exactly. yeah i forgot you can't be bothered I mean, it's unbelievable uh well i i figured that okay somewhere along the line there's some miscommunication um but the end objective is a boat the cargo potentially mm -hmm. arasaka wait, wait 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 is it a boat or a ship well, I'm not sure oh. what the difference is. I, I would it, love a I ship. Mean, it's, it's probably going to be pretty big. Yeah, probably going to be okay, big. Okay, then it's a ship. Yep. Um, wait, 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 wait. Go sunken. back. Go back. Okay. You said a word. Did your word start with an A? Uh, Arasaka. Okay. So you want to go out to the garbage patch where you're hoping to find a abandoned? I'm assuming. Oh, it might not be Arasaka. <laughs> Technically, like it's, like it's Hitachi shipping. It's not Arasaka. So, you know, there's a shell company. Maybe it'll be a protective shell for us. <laughs> is this is this is this shell of a ship uh, one that has been there a while or is it brand new? Uh, it's been there a while. Yeah. It's been now a while. Okay. This isn't a okay. this isn't a new ship. This ship is uh it, it's okay. It's got so it's a research ship. Um but in terms of the defenses, we don't really know. Okay. Probably plan for robotics. Well, uh, mm -hmm. um, So let, let me explain a, a thing for you. Uh, uh, these ships, uh, these very large ships, cargo ships and the like, uh, that mm -hmm. used to ply the oceans and carry uh, uh, hundreds and thousands of containers uh, and various things across the ocean. Uh, people did not drive them. Artificial intelligences did. Mm. They were hooked up to the net, uh, the old net. Uh, they were getting GPS coordinate, uh, real-time information, that sort of thing, uh, to make sure they got to where they were going safely. And uh, then the data crash came and the rabbits came. And the old net collapsed. And the problem is, is so now we're dealing with a ship, which may have automated defenses. And those automated defenses may be controlled by rabbits or 
artificial intelligences that have gone insane from being alone without human contact and uh, exposure to uh, a data crash. Well, that's where I come in. And she puts her goggles on and like does an anime push up and they kind of gleam in the moon's light. Wait, is it daytime or nighttime? You guys get to decide, but I imagine you you shelled out for the goggles that do the schwing no matter yeah. what time it is, right? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can I, handle I, anything like that. I, I, mentioned, I mentioned a car with headlights going by, so it must be nighttime. <laughs> okay, there, there we go. go. Perfect. Okay. He looks, he looks at Kelly for a second says, uh, he looks at he looks at uh, Frizz for a second. Says, "Damn." I know, I know. I at least a hundred extra EBs just for this. Yep. So that you went to this garbage patch. Whoa, what was that, Natalie? <laughs> oh, sorry. Keep talking about that, and then I'll have the next question to advance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with my anime goggles, and so we can move on. <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like we could have made some more Evangelion references no. along the way. I, I was waiting for her to break out the ho 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 anime laugh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's move on before I go deeper. Jerex, uh, these exact sorts of things were the risks that your brother was facing when he was lost. Though mm. you you have the you're aware that he might have encountered something a little bit more gnarly some corporate grade, you know, he probably ran into Soul Killer while he was in that rig, but he was going in there expecting to find uh, crash virus, rabbits, those sorts of things. So this is no light amount of danger for a netrunner. Could, could I roll something to decide, like, so my idea is if these are run by AI, which is new information for me, can I roll something to see if the IDs that we have in the basement, we have like three, don't we? Mm-hmm. Some ids of names would we be able to like clone the rfid and have them for our own person uh i'll just give that one to you for free you you believe that is technically possible the degree of difficulty is going to depend on like if you have cryptography because they are they're hitachi shipping which is a shell company of arasaka which has really really good security so it's going to be heavily encrypted but it should be theoretically possible okay i would yeah I don't know if I would, yeah, I think I would probably ad- admit that we have some means of getting past some of security then. I'd say that, you know, I'm glad you brought this up, firstly. Um, yeah, I think we've got something to get past some of the uh, sort of defenses on the ship, actually. Maybe some uh, some fake IDs, something that can spoof the system before we get online. We might not even have to fight our way through the ship. Yeah, you mentioned you've been to this garbage patch before, and you seem pretty familiar with where we're trying to go. So my question for you is, how far have you been inside this ship? Me? No, Father Graceland. <laughs> I, I, I have never been in the ship. We're all going into the ship together, I think, aren't we? Yeah, Father you're Graceland. Me que- you're making that... me question myself. No, Father Graceland and the Nomads have been uh, at least out to the garbage patch. Yeah, let me not sure if they let me specify here, by the way, that the garbage patch is not like there's one ship and then there's garbage around it. This is mm. hundreds of miles across, at least. This thing is massive. So theoretically, there could be if multiple ships, because like uh, Father Graceland was saying, when the crash hit and the net died a lot of AI shipping ships were already at sea. 
And depending on what their programming was, if they kept trying to go somewhere, GPS was also down because all the satellites were connected to the net. Like, well, everything just went down. So depending on their programming, their fallbacks, whether or not they themselves were infected, et cetera, if they just sort of gave up and stopped doing stuff but remained seaworthy, it's entirely possible that there are multiple, lots and lots of these ghost ships floating in the garbage patches. And we have a blinking coordinates to get to one that we're able to track despite how it moves around in this garbage patch. Yeah, uh, you have enough shipping information plus transponder information that you should be able to get to estimate its approximate location and then track it down. More than the average number of netrunners. We're going to need it. Because these 5G laser dolphins aren't going to kill themselves. They might. Dolphins aren't, uh, they're not nice, nice animals. Have you met an evil dolphin before? Have you met a good well, dolphin before? I mean, dolphins are kind of jerks. They're definitely not good creatures. Uh, you know... I don't think you're uh, you're old enough for that story. Father Graceland's repressed memories. This time in a dolphin was <laughs> brought up. Oh, geez. This, uh, like, this oh. distant, faraway look comes over Father Graceland. <laughs> yes. And then in the back of his mind, he just hears... Oh my god! That was pretty good! I never I thought like... I'd get to use that. I finally oh, found an excuse to use that. <laughs> I mean, people usually go for the ah or whatever, but you, like, I like it. You know, dialect. Know, you, you said something in Dolphin. That was real. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say I, I had a full life before I uh, went to the seminary. Should we, should we say three days from now we'll meet at the same point? Well, how about this? Uh, you said you... uh. You had to get gear. You had to, to mm -hmm. prep up for this mission. And uh, as being as you all look, uh, let's just say, uh, like your sea legs will need to be implanted upon you uh, mm -hmm. through cybernetic surgery. Uh, why don't I uh, hang out with you a bit and help you out there as part of the gig? Yeah, I think that's. Get ready. I think that'll be good. Honestly, you provide us a lot of necessary information. We were kind of going in blind, so we appreciate that. Um, Jerex, your agent beeps at you. Oh. Local uh, data pools for Sean Ashwater have increased 200%. Okay, I didn't need that right now. In the middle of something. Um, Is that your brother? I, 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 I put my brother into cold storage in the secret bunker in the, right. last, in the last episode. So I'm not too concerned about that, but I am a little bit concerned that somebody is searching up my brother. But they're not going to find him. I'm pretty confident in that. Um. Yeah, I think our next. Why don't I, uh, I show you the boat? Hello. 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 I, I didn't hear the uh, the end of that. Hello. Oh no. Uh oh. I think we lost Bren. What? No. Hello. No. I'm here. Sorry, I'm just being an idiot. Okay, I think we all I just think... dissociated at the yeah. exact same <laughs> like, time. Actually, just really getting That's into weird. character right now. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the internet's being weird tonight. Uh, I think the next steps would be to meet up, buy equipment, figure out how to get these 
um, ID spoofed two of the employees of the of the ship, um, and then we would yeah we would re relocate ourselves back to the dock. I think. Okay. Um, so the next the next plan. I don't really have any equipment to... I need to buy though. Yes, you should try to figure out what sort of gear you're going to need for this operation. The, I think the right person for the job to try to spoof the IDs would obviously be the Frizz. Uh, Kelly, does the Frizz have cryptography as a skill? Look at, yes, she does. Perfect. Uh, All right. Let's go ahead and start there, montage style. Give me a check <laughs> for cryptography. And of course, while she's doing the cryptography, she's teaching her students the very valuable lessons of what are the right symbols, what kind of holograms do you need to use, you know, the proper steps that it takes to create a fake ID. Mm. I, I imagine there's this educational 3D graphic of what is encryption and how does it work? And it's like just all these numbers and the word Remote teaching, man, by. it's the future. Miss Frizz doesn't want to be next to all those germy little kids. <laughs> all right uh cryptography you got a 21 that is really good now give Woo! me electronics and security tech Ooh, 23 23 wow okay Dang. you have very successfully cloned those rfid or modern equivalent to rfid and so you can get those transponders you can put them in whatever equipment you need to jerax can install them subcutaneously if necessary but you, you have that, you can fuse that with whatever gear you need to do. Well done. And how many would we have? One for each person or just one for me and Jerex? Jerex, how many IDs were there down there? I want to say um, four. Yeah, I think there was only four. Yes. Okay. So I made four. You, the thing is, you could clone them multiple times. Oh, then yeah, I'll make one for each of us since we have five people but going. they each are going to be in different flavors. One through four. You have four identities to work with. Uh, and it, you don't know when you get to the ship, one, if the AI has gone rampant, essentially, then who knows how useful these actually will be. And two, if multiple people are detected logging in or trying to gain access with the same ID, as a cryptography security tech expert, you know that could set off triggers in the system. So right. it could still be helpful to multiply and replicate these IDs, but it's going to be, it's not like you can all just say, hi, I am Spartacus. I am also Spartacus. Access right. Spartacus.exe. I'll, I'll replicate um, the one that has like the least amount of security or like the, the, like the highest level or the least level of security on it and mm -hmm. uh, hold on to them for right now to, because I don't know if that's what's going to happen and possibly mm -hmm. give it to the two people that are going to be moving around the ship the least. All right, write down on your character sheet as a new gear item, uh, just code them one through four and how many of each RFID you want to make. These things okay. are fairly cheap, so you should be able to replicate them. I just want it recorded before you head off into the deep. When you say seat. RFID, what exactly, what do you mean? Uh, like when you have your work badge and you go beep, beep at the yeah. beeper at the door and it detects it local frequency without you having to slide it, anything like that. That's what I mean. Uh, there might be a, a higher tech version of that in 2045, but functionally it does the same thing. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, now, you're going to need to get some supplies, and Jim, your fixer, is not immediately available. Uh, he can provide you with some assistance from the meetings that he's having with local power brokers in order to solidify this alliance now that you've used Hornet to 
give the Iron Sights a bunch of gear to blow the crap out of the Red Chrome Legion. Uh, so he can share a little bit of his influence with him, but normally it's really easy for you to get what you need just because you've got Jim on tap. Right now it's going to mm -hmm. be a little bit trickier. So figuring out what exactly you're going to take on this expedition will be a little bit difficult. Uh, you should figure out what you need and then we can go about getting it. Okay, we absolutely need refills of the grappling hooks. That's like Always. major key. Every mission comes strapped with the grappling hook. If you don't have it, go buy one. It's like big basic adventure. You know those gear. just retract the rope, right? You no, know, uh, I didn't. But you guys should probably <laughs> stop buying from the disposable ones. <laughs> well, I figured that oh it gosh, would be like a canister of fuel. Ones? That we would, that's the refuel part, okay. right? That little nos, like. Yeah. Yeah, there probably is a, 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 a air canister. Like, yeah. like that's if, if I recall, those things have three uses. I've been is doing that? that to my players this long. I'm pretty sure they have three uses. So it's the. Yeah, I think that would be mm -hmm. on my list, um, but also EMP grenades because I know we're probably dealing with AI and robots. I don't know if EMP grenades are a thing. Um, I'd hope yeah, they absolutely are. are. There's you. You have two. You you have two options. There's EMP grenades, or you can buy a microwaver, which is a gun that shoots EMPs. Hmm. I well, I mean, that does sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I would get the it's, microwaver from though. Uh, Why not both? Those are both. They're actually. Yeah, they also cost the, the same. The same one. One EMP grenade costs the same as a microwaver. Huh. These are expensive items. So it, normally Jim would just be able to be, oh yeah, I know a guy, bam, I have that on file. But if you guys want to buy them, Jim can get you into the night market, but you're going to have to do the actual purchasing, finding yourselves. Sure. All right, I'll, I'll try and do that then. I'll, you, uh... I would build up your list though. I would build up your oh, list okay. all the way and then go from there. I don't know what else we really need. Um, flotation assistance. Joseph. Yes. Uh, how long will we be out at sea? Do you think? Well, in our little boat, a thousand miles. How? What's it going to take to get your ship a thousand uh, land, not nautical miles, out to sea, uh, navigating like a lot of difficult, two dangerous. Hours? Yeah. Like yeah, just a few hours, right? It is a speedboat, right? Like you could watch yeah, Independence Day, and like by the time you know the aliens <laughs> blew up the White House, you're going to be like halfway there. Spoilers. Uh, now you're making me look at my vehicle stats. Uh, speedboat, <laughs> sixty goes miles an 60 hour. Sixty miles per hour. So I don't know. A There's math minutes. involved. Uh, sixty miles an yeah. hour is a mile a minute, so you need a thousand minutes. That's a lot of minutes. A thousand. Uh, yeah. I'm pulling up the calculator app. <laughs> uh, my phone's upstairs. Uh, sixteen hours out. Sixteen hours. Back. Oh. 16 hours? That's yes. not bad. Each way. Each yep. way? So like we're going to be writes the word life. snacks and underlined it six times. <laughs> oh. Grab it there. Oh, it tried to load Bing. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's my, my fault for typing it into the search bar at the bottom of my screen. Um, uh, so, really yeah, we're going to be gone. Future. Yeah, we're going to be gone for, uh, for uh, two days at least. So you're gonna want food. So we're looking at lightweight food, um, water, a microwave gun. Is it gonna be cold? Um, or like really yeah. warm? Should I bring a bathing suit? 
Uh, no, the ocean is going to be fairly cold. Uh, if anything, you want a wetsuit if you expect to be in the water. Also like I, yeah, also toxic. Uh, like I said, uh, you need to know in advance whether you want to have diving gear or not. I think it might be wise, honestly. There's, I, you know, when I when I think of these missions, when I've seen them on on the in the newspaper. They, uh, whatever the media <laughs> sources we cover it as information from. Yeah, the screen sheets. You know, there's always a dive-in mission somewhere, and it's usually there's like a safe at the bottom that we need. I think I think I would also look for some diving equipment. Although my lung capacity should be pretty good, right? I mean, I'm kind of teched out. I don't you, know how. I don't think you got techno lungs. You have a techno oh. nose, but you don't have techno lungs. Can you Can get wet? water into air? Or gills. You don't have gills either. Yeah, I don't have gills. No. Father Grayson actually noticeably does. Huh. So I have insulated wiring for my cyber deck, which is, you know, to be against fire. But could that also work for water? It's insulated, right? What are the rules about waterproof? I don't know if there's an upgrade in Netrun for uh, waterproof. There isn't, yeah. from what I see. Um, in 2020, there were rules about uh, electronics and saltwater. And mm -hmm. we, for the most part, have not handled it because it is such a rare phenomenon uh, that it wasn't something we, we put in there. So it's up to you whether uh, a, I would say that, yes, uh, throwing a cyber deck underwater would probably be a, be a bad idea. What if I put it in like a Ziploc baggie and then, <laughs> then use it? There then we go. OK. Uh, except yeah. that it still has to like connect to you, to your brain. And that point, you know, it's always what if the, I put my the... entire body in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> okay. a... Now we're we'll talking. Is the frizz in a body weight suit? Uh, Do you have a body have weight suit as your armor? I don't know. OK, because if it was, then the, the deck would go in the body weight suit and then you could just wrap oh. it up because it connects there. I don't though. That uh, might be a good item to pick up. It yeah. gives you armor eleven, and uh, it it has the ability to, as Jay mentioned, it stores your inter it supports your interface plugs, your deck, etc. Okay, yeah, body weight suit. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Yeah. If you play twenty seventy seven, it's the it's the it's the all the hack. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep. Uh, again, hackers, cyberpsychosis. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> Searches in the local data pool for Jerax Ashwater have increased by 200%. Why are they searching for me? My reputation as an actor, is it getting out there? I'm getting okay, nervous. I'm, I'm going to start getting some gigs. We do not find play reviews or screen credits in any of the associated searches. What are they searching? Surgeon. Refugee. Fugitive. Yep. Doesn't sound particularly promising. Ashwater family. Uh-oh. Hmm. MI6. All problematic, it's getting worse and worse. <laughs> uh, doing these searches? No residences, food allergies, no oh, associates, browsing. Good way history. to kill you. Mm -hmm. 
your agent just like blaring this? Yeah, <laughs> shout out loud. <laughs> like, it depends uh... on what setting you have it set to, but like if, <laughs> if you left it on speaker, then it's just talking. Yeah. Does it? Are you finished, agent? I'll just be saying to the agent. Yes. Is there anything you'd like me to do? Um. Yeah. Can we? Can I start inputting some fake data? Yeah. Do you have a skill that would assist you in, you know, uh, SEO sabotage, essentially? Uh, well. Or a friend. Not really. I mean, I've got my interface skill, I suppose. Like, if it was something yeah, hacking related. If if you, uh, we could probably come up with a way to do that. But right now, I'm thinking more of. It's not just the ability to insert fake data; it's the ability to come up with the right fake data. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't Could I use my deduction? Natalie, mm -hmm. Natalie, do you know how to? I'm like coming to you like a boomer with a spreadsheet or a PDF. I need to open a PDF. <laughs> Natalie, how do I um, throw off the trail of people potentially searching for me online by inputting fake data into the systems? Do, do, you, you, know, do you know? We actually have a whole department for this at the network. It's pretty simple stuff, but it takes a lot of brute forcing and putting in a lot of fake keywords, usually maybe redirecting to a site. Actually, yeah, we could probably do this pretty easily if we set up some dummy profiles for you and populate them across the web. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. We'll just make you into some other... We just have to put other Jerex Ashwaters out there. It's really easy. It's like what Wozni did with Frozen so that Frozen head thing would stop coming up. Yeah, we could definitely do this. Oh, there's a Jerex Cleaner. There's, um... Oh, like Ashwater to strain poison out of things. Yeah. And Natalie just starts, like, typing away, like, on his agent. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, I'm sold. Two, what skill do you have that would lend itself to this solution? <laughs> Let's see. Natalie has... I mean, uh, this isn't quite internet bureaucracy. I think it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Jay thinks it is. Jay thinks it is. <laughs> Jay, Jay thinks it's internet bureaucracy. Jay thinks it's a perfect use. I mean, what is SEO optimization but knowing exactly how the bureaucracy of the internet works? Look, his name is in the book. My name is not in the book, so I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, my name is in the book like twice. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Overruled. 19. Yeah. 19. All right, cool. That's essentially going to set a difficulty value that these folks library searching are going to have to beat. Huh. in order to track you down now that you know ashwater and associates is out there as some sort of a lawyer firm that is buried behind three shell companies and so on and so forth so well done i'm sure this is the last we've seen of this plot line and none of you have anything to worry about did you have anything else that you wanted to pick up did uh father graceland have any recommendations on other supplies that they should have um well we got food we got water uh and you know water is not easy to come by so uh... Uh, you know, he he might recommend uh, whiskey or uh, uh, scotch, both good. Beer, also good. Uh, Maybe you know, strength rum. Yep, some rum. Yeah. Uh, fishing uh, poles. Recalling our most recent mission, Natalie like rolls her eyes and then adds alcohol to the list. <laughs> some uh, 
you know, something to keep yourself entertained will be out there for a while. Uh, hmm. Ellie writes down virtual pants. Uh, we will be out there 16 hours, and, uh, well, I don't imagine I have any problems, uh, you know, off the side of the ship. Um, Natalie writes this is down a speed vote. It does not exactly have a... Uh, it doesn't have a head. Natalie writes down hoop skirt. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you may want to think about, um, you know, you, you know how you play those games and those games, they forget to put bathrooms in the dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my boat doesn't have a bathroom. Says someone yeah. who definitely hasn't done that on purpose. <laughs> I, I, I assume in all your sim playing, Kelly, you've never deleted a bathroom maliciously. No, and I didn't take all the doors out and leave just one single, you know, chair in the middle of an empty room for my sims to just sit there in silence and darkness. Wow. There's no Geneva Convention here. That is horrifying. Oh, God. Ah! <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope. Natalie's knees start shaking and she looks around in torment. Is that somebody's ringtone? That, that was out of character. That was not in character. Don't uh, worry. Yeah. That's some, that's some um, bozo shit, though, if ever I heard yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, in general, um, you, yeah, being on these ships, I've done a few of these cargo runs, not on, on, a, on an aerosoctor ship specifically, not a research boat, but in general, what you're dealing with is ships designed to, uh, some of them may be in shutdown, maybe locked down, uh, which means that uh, all the hatches are closed in order to uh, compartmentalize uh, sections of the ship so water does not get everywhere. So you have to think about how you're going to get through those doors, uh, which could be just as easy as uh, if you've got a good Mechanic, just uh, crossing some wires, um, or sometimes you can get uh, do with the internet, uh, the the net thing. But uh, otherwise, you may need to, uh, you know, boom. Yep, I got you, Monica Tana. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, you could uh, you could do that too, I suppose. Yeah, those cut through most anything. Um, uh, Hopefully we won't run into any trouble out there. There are uh, pirates, but uh, uh, the, the peanut butter banana sandwich does come uh, fully equipped with a uh, turret-mounted uh, assault, uh, assault weapon. Ooh. Nice. I have a question, Joe. How much does my nano weave that has been growing inside of me, mm -hmm. how much armor does that provide again? Seven. Seven. It does not stack. So only your highest armor value at any given time works. It, essentially, that means you have a backup if you are ever not wearing armor. So when they get you in the shower. Exactly. Oh, my Sorry. internet blipped out. Sorry, I missed that. The nano weave is, as Jay put it, if somebody gets you when you're in the shower. It does not stack with your light armor jack. And it goes up to seven. So presumably if I was wearing a diving suit, I'd have to take the light armor jack off. I believe so, unless it was yeah. an armored uh, diving suit, which I, it's it's something we'd have to make up, and it would definitely be specialized. Yeah, that sounds like some you know, Navy SEAL corporate saboteur style gear that you'd have mm -hmm. to find. Okay, I, I, I think like I've got my just, shopping list. We just whipped right by this. What was the name of the boat? Uh, <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwich. Oh yeah, thank yeah. That instills a lot of confidence. It's a very seaworthy name. Uh, Natalie doesn't really know what peanut butter or bananas are, but she's vaguely heard well, of those, them. Well, those are kibble flavors. Kibbles, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah it's a real chalky one, and then like a real bubblegum flavored one. It's true. <laughs> I feel like one of the great secrets of the before times that should have been lost but never was was how to make artificial banana flavor. You it's know? the best flavor. How dare you? It's like it's like the company that makes runs was almost wiped out, but they now all they make are the banana runs. That was Laffy Taffy in the corporate wars. They just took him right out. <laughs> they, they released a bioplague that broke down the DNA of the substances they used to make every other flavor. This there's is only, for the gross Michael! There's only yellow food dye now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, All right. Yeah, uh, so yeah, you, you want to think about, you know, just just much like if you were to breach an armored building, you want to think about that. Um, also, you want to think about doing, uh, making sure that you don't blow the hole on the outside of the ship, because uh, below the waterline. Because if your ship sinks, you'll you'll have an hour or two before it goes down. But I don't know how long does it take you to to do the thing you want to do. What do I These ships can be massive, massive. Yep. Yeah. We might want to sink it at the end, though. I'll put down more plastic explosives. <laughs> It's explosives are sort on an edge runner shopping list are sort of like eggs. You just always assume whenever you go out shopping that you need to pick up some more. You know, it's like, do we need more? I don't know. Just get some more. Just you don't know. We'll use them. I'm imagining an egg cart now just filled with a dozen egg shaped <laughs> balls of plastique. <laughs> there's, there's a solo somewhere who's made that their shtick. I right. can't hold everything. The executioner. There we go. Every Pokemon fan on the cast immediately goes, swing. All right. So it sounds like most of the really exotic stuff you're looking for is going to be at a weapons night market, right? Uh, everything else that you're looking for, aside from the, I don't know where you would find no armor yeah 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 weapons and armor the the body suit the body weight suit would also be there it really sounds like all the most exotic expensive stuff you're looking for is going to be at a weapons night market uh so if you'd like as i said jim can hook you up with that can get you into the night market but finding the individual stalls and such you're going to be on your own there's no guarantee they're going to have exactly what you're looking for do you want to go ahead and go down there right now yeah i think so natalie wants to shop at the night market so bad <laughs> You never get to go. Jim is always just like, yeah, I've, I've got a guy. I've got a guy. Don't don't show your faces down there, please. You're just going to scare them off with all of your corpo talk. Just I'll take care of it. Which we remember. So I make everybody wear hats and I make them let me put makeup on. <laughs> right, guys? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I assume, Miss Frizz, you might know people down there. But Jerax, I'm like, Jim said we have to be disguised and we can't let them see our faces. I've got my clown suit that I bought for the clown mission good. I think I could wear that. <laughs> On second thoughts. Something wrong <laughs> with you Something very wrong. Yeah, we've had too many close encounters. With I the just boys. love that you have this, like, you know, deck to hit all of your, like, music and sound cues, and I'm sure half of it's just clown stuff. Like, there's <laughs> probably very little besides clowns and, like, you know, cyber voice. Well, I mean, you can do subfolders. So if I happened to need an entire separate screen of, of clown stuff, I would have access to that. You have but a I will clown folder? <laughs> the clown, yeah. Just binders and binders full of clowns. That's a, that's a deep cut. 
All right, let's move on. <laughs> just, just, yeah. So. <laughs> As luck would have it, and not because of the map assets that I prepared for tonight's adventure, the night market with weapons is going to take place at a shipping yard down by the docks. One moment, everyone's just sort of moving around. You've got you know various uh, booster gangs and, and uniformed security, not wearing anyone's particular badge, just moving around, some people stumbling around by the docks, workers getting off their job, and everything looks normal. And then the next moment, a bunch of the containers that have all been arranged in the warehouses and such open up, revealing people who have been holding on to harnesses on the side in order to stay stable while their cranes were unpacked, who immediately unfold their trays of weapons and their racks of armor and such, uh, and everything's sort of facing inward towards each other. So you can close a couple of doors, nobody's going to see what's going on in here. But literally, there's uh, some signal goes off, all these corrugated metal containers open up, and you've got different shifty-looking folks flying their wares. There's a lot of iron on display. A lot of every single person has a couple of security guards. Uh, you can see several solos moving through the crowd, eyeing up the latest goods, seeing what sort of you know high-end exotic weaponry they've got available. And here, the lot of you are in what would normally be the Monarch or Jim Fingers territory, with neither of them to be seen in sight. <laughs> the first... Natalie is vibrating in excitement. Jonah tries his very best to look as imposing as possible through the makeup and the very large-brimmed hat that you put on him. <laughs> He's got guy liner. Mm. Looks good. <laughs> uh, Don't worry, Jonah. Our, our Lord and Savior wore it all the time. I don't remember uh -huh. that from Sunday school, but uh, it does make me feel better. Natalie files something away about Jesus lore, and she's like, didn't know that. Neat. <laughs> Jesus lore? <laughs> you got a little she's separate kind of... section where you're just <laughs> slowly detailing it up. It's a, it's a skill that, you know, just like Jarex multi, multi rolled out. You know, next, ne just... <laughs> as soon as I get some IP, I'm going to take a few ranks in Jesus lore. Yeah, religious <laughs> education. I've heard of uh, you a lot. Jesus is like a, a Buddha-looking guy in her mind because she just had the one book and kind of <laughs> absorbed it all at once. It, rem it reminds me of the like the book in Dune that just merged almost all the world religions. Yeah, perfect. Right. <laughs> it's I, perfect. I, that one. Hell she, yeah. She read Dune, and that's where she's at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. I, I feel like if anything's going to survive. The, the collapse and the four corporate wars. The works of Herbert would make it. Definitely. Hey, you guys work with the monarch, right? I got that stuff he wanted. What did he want? Just all he said was rockets. He just said uh -huh. rockets. You know, he, yep. he didn't really specify. So he sort of got like a, like a, you know, a sample pack out here. Where is he anyway? Normally he'd be by and, you know, insult yeah, he's, me. He's... He's busy. We're taking over for him for now. He he said he's got a a, a meeting with a roommate. I don't really understand um, his his language. A lot of the time, he's a very oh, yeah, confusing yeah. guy. Of course, of course. Uh, let me guess. He didn't pay for any of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, put it on Jim Fingers' tab. <laughs> on his tab. Mm-hmm. 
we don't do lines of credit here. All right. You just yeah, said Jim Fingers were talking about. Ah, he's you know he's the the, the new up up and coming fixer. You know, tell him uh, you can. Hmm. Go Shit, on. I've been given away immediately. <laughs> it's not, not credit that not Jim will owe this. you. It's the credit that you've long owed him. This is just a a, a fraction of what you owe Jim. Oh God, this is going we'll terribly. From here. <laughs> <laughs> You want to give me, like, a persuasion check on that or something? What I love is no one ran a human perception to see if this guy was trying to get paid twice. Hmm. Yeah, we're not, we're not the smart people that often go to the night market. So. <laughs> we, we were just talking before the game about how proud I was of you guys almost using tactics last episode. And I don't mean the skill. I mean just, like, you know, tactics. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're forgetting that time I clotheslined those two guys with a grappling hook. That was pretty cool, yeah. That was uh, less tactics and more gun-fu, which I also appreciate. Okay. Uh, um, I'm Jerax is ready to give up on this guy. If you won't accept Jim Fingers' tab, which may or may not exist, then is he even worth talking to, you know? Does the monarch really need these rockets? And if he does, he can get them himself. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm staying. As soon as I've realized that, the, oh god, I've been figured out that the, the tabs on a thing here. Oh, oh no, I'm like, oh, I'm slinking backwards. I'm out of here. <laughs> Up to you, Natalie. <laughs> All of us are like backing slowly into Reverend Graceland. Like, um. Jonah's just standing there because he hasn't realized what's going down yet. Fine. On his guitar. Dun 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 dun. Are are we all there? Yeah, you're all at the oh. market. Are you are you guys poor? <laughs> I she have a job. Like, why? It always seems like you guys are trying to steal something or get out of paying for something, and I'm a little confused. Maybe you guys aren't in the right line of work. <laughs> I m may or may not have very little money, and I was planning on putting all of this on Jim Fingers' tab, which apparently is not a thing. So, sir, you, you are aware of who Jim Fingers is? Yeah, I heard, I heard of the guy. And maybe he has some dealing that he could be doing with you and, and possibly us. I mean, yeah, he does seem to consume more than the normal daily allotment of explosives and high-end weaponry. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you, you already have the explosives, right? You and Jim have possibly done a little bit of business already. So, you know... Is it really in your best interest to not give us the items right now? Do human perception and do persuasion, unless you can make a compelling argument for a different applicable skill, Kelly. Oh, yeah, no, not, not for Miss Frizz, who's more tech. Let's do 15 for perception, and then what I did mean you say? human perception. Perception, oh. perception is for spotting stuff. Human okay, perception okay. is for... Good. Ooh. I prefer human perception. <laughs> oh, and then you said persuasion? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Damn. Just... All right, all right. Well, a critical success is never an automatic success, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. but... Uh, a 23 does get you some mileage. I'm just saying, you know, you're a man of business. You you deal in trades and nothing can hurt a business more than a bad press, uh, you know, uh, upset customers. And it looks like, you know, Jim, you say he deals a lot already with you. Losing Jim as a customer, you don't want to do that. 
All right, look, the monarch asked me to set aside a few things for him, and... For the monarch, whoever. On account of his recent partnership with Mr. Fingers, and as a token of good faith, I'd be happy to collect my payment from either of those parties later. And you know what? And and Miss Frizz opens up her bag, and she's like, uh, collateral. And what do I, what do I even have? Uh, she pulls out a little plushie of, uh, of Blubbo that she bought recently at a night market. Listen, this is limited edition, all right? You just wait a few years. This is, like, going to be beanie babies, all right? You're going to sell it for a lot of EBs. So, and she kind of gives him the little Blubbo plushie. What do you take me for? What kind of a... Is this the anniversary edition? It is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't just carry, like, random toys around, all right? This is worth a lot. He pulls out uh, some smart glasses with micro, and he goes in on it. He looks at the seams. He checks the tag. He reads the serial number underneath it with a very keen eye. You can you can tell uh, I you can tell the monarch and uh, Mister Fingers that if they don't show up with pay within two weeks, I'm also keeping this, and I want my money too. Hey, you know, everything else that's already gone away from the fourth corporate war, but we still got pawn shops. God bless. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, father. And she like bows again and does like a little twirl. Sure. Natalie was amazed watching this go down, by the way. This is like, whoa, this is how we do deals in the night market. Okay. Plushies, confidence. The, the weapons dealer looks over and says, all right, thank you. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you very much. You're, uh, you're very welcome. That brought a smile to my face. Uh, I'd like to search around for someone who can, uh, for, well, firstly, I'm just going to, like, wander the, the market, I think, looking out for, mm -hmm. I, I imagine the grapple hook fuel might be pretty easy to come by, and the microwaver and diving suit harder. Yeah, I mean, grappling, grapple guns are kind of weapon adjacent but not exactly the same uh you've got people hawking pistols and hand cannons and the like you've got folks uh out there selling armor you haven't found somebody who's selling the bodyweight suits yet that's like a very high tier item they've got you know armor jack and the like going on what else have we got here Roll a perception check for me please okay you see a nice array of swords and, mm -hmm. you know, axes all made of modern metamaterials and so on and so forth. No mono katanas. That is some high-end crap. You also get the increasing feeling that you are being followed. Hmm. Mm. I would... Uh, I would let everybody else know. I'd be like, mm. I think we're being followed in the night market firstly i'm like at cool and then i would go around a corner and wait around the corner for them to turn into us okay with my mono katana drawn <laughs> all right imagine you'd be like at cool and you'd pull out your fedora and your katana <laughs> <laughs> i twirl my trench coat and i'm <laughs> running around the corner um, the 90s were a long time ago <laughs> While you really were having premarital sex, I studied the blade. 
So Natalie's gonna make be like, are you are you sure about this? I, I got a lot of guns on that table. Maybe we can just split up and see who he follows, who it is. Hmm. Good idea. I'm still gonna go around the corner. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're gonna go around the corner. You've communicated with everybody in your group in your um. Who talk? Group. WhatsApp is long gone. Uh -huh. uh, you've communicated with everybody in the group that you believe you're being followed. Let's run through everybody's response in order. So you're going to walk around the corner and then go full neckbeard ninja. Uh, Frizz, what are you doing? Um, oh, man, to be cool. She starts like snapping her finger a little bit, like hangs along the side <laughs> of a wall. And is just like, hey, you know, she finds a toothpick <laughs> somewhere. I don't know. And that's her acting cool. She's not a very, I think my cool is like two. She's not a very cool person. Oh, that's a uh, five. Jets okay. She's going to have their cool. day tonight. Yeah, exactly. All right. Hey, buddy, how's it going, doll? <laughs> <laughs> what a calamity. Uh, Seltzer, what is Natalie Smith going to do? Uh, as, uh, Jerax and then, uh, Miss Frizz kind of, like, peel off into static positions, Natalie just kind of, like, grabs Jonah and keeps walking and is trying to, like, look around and find who might be following them and if they've stopped at any one of us along the way. Oh, okay. before, before I would split off, I would, like, get out my box of toothpicks and be like, anybody? Anyone? Oh, anyone yeah, wanna... please. Please, yep. thank you. Very okay. Yep. Once you cross like a, a five cool, you just automatically are equipped with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to aspire to Natalie. All right. Uh, Father Graceland, what are you doing? You've you've been read in on this. Yeah. It's, um, you know what? I'm going to just sit down, find a, find, a, find a good you know bench or chair, plop mm. down. I'm going to play my guitar. And I'm going to just watch and see what happens. All Thinking, right. um... Thinking, uh, thinking a little jailhouse rock tonight. Ooh. All right. Roll a roll a performance check with the appropriate yeah. skill, musical yeah. instruments, I believe. I think okay. uh, not my best. The acoustics in here are crap. Not your fault. It it it's tough. Uh, mm. All right, I just gotta ch check everyone's vision, make sure that they're good, and then I'm going to swap us to a map. Oh no, it's yeah. kind of music. We're in for some shit. Yeah, I'd say. Well, the minute he said, I he said, you know, because I didn't have this map prepared, I was like, oh no, that's bad. Map. Battle. Maps mean violence. Map for any other reason. <laughs> I, I just want you to know, uh, uh, as a priest, I don't normally condone violence. But, uh, well. You know, the Bible's pretty gruesome and violent. <laughs> just not saying your teachings. I saw this documentary called Trigun, and it said something different. Well, I, I do appreciate uh, the amount of time that, uh, that my king met in the military. <laughs> Alright, so these are the folks, without uh, elucidating too much further on that, these are the folks who are following you. It looks like three of them, pretty heavily armed. Go ahead and position yourselves wherever you'd like to be at the moment. And keep in mind, your solo is nowhere to be seen. 
Yeah, I literally just tried to do this in the in the VX call. I don't see a map. All right. Oh. In roll twenty. Uh, now I do. Thank you. Perfect. Um, and here's a question. Um, what, for example, Miss Frizz and Jarex are closest to? Is that the tables with the weapons on them? Yeah, these these are all cargo containers, and so you 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 can go ahead and assume that each of these has various wares available. This one is pistols. This one here is armor. You've got knives and swords, and so forth and such. Forged in plasma specialty over here. You know, the works. And you have freedom to place yourselves wherever you'd like to be around the map for the time being. As long as it isn't, you know, teleporting behind them. Nothing personal to get. Okay. Um, forklift uh, over there? Yes. There is an the operator guy. by it. Okay, He's one of the people who, like picked up somebody's shop and then dropped it out of the stack. And so he's, you know, navigating it around. Okay. I'm going to be looking in here against this. Perfect. Is everyone happy with their position? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, I uh, mean, I could use a raise. Maybe, maybe a potion <laughs> at some point. All right, I'll, I'll talk to your boss, see what I can do about that. Um, Jerax, roll a stealth check for me, please. Yes, sir. Twelve. Not very stealthy. Alright. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so... Cyberpunk Red is supposed to be a very lethal game, but when RN Jesus hates you, that can only go so far. Alright, so a armored security operative wearing Kevlar, wielding an assault rifle, and just carrying it openly, because again, this is literally the gun show, uh, walks around the corner, walks right past the Frizz, who is sitting there <laughs> uh Riz, roll 1d10 plus your cool uh cool plus five okay i just want to see how cool or not cool you are right now okay i'm like pretty cool all right you you elicit a downwards nod but not an upwards nod all right mm. i'll take it i'm a little bummed but i'll, I'll take it it was decent and he literally stumbles right into Jerax. Literally bumps into you. Jerax, what do you do? With my blade out? Yes. <laughs> uh, I would put it against his neck and channel my acting skill. To okay. be like, who sent you? Like some scene out of Batman, you know? <laughs> Except if Batman actually killed people and had a Mona Katana. For a moment there, I really thought you said, like, a senile Batman. <laughs> Iberius yes. Wanderstay, vigilante extraordinaire. <laughs> All right, roll an acting check. You want an acting check? Yes, sir, oh, you God. said you're channeling acting. You didn't put those points in there for no reason. It's really bad. I'm going to go one point in it. You're going to... All right. Uh, you want to burn any luck on this? <laughs> sure, burn <laughs> one luck. Cool, cool, go ahead. We'll go to a nice round 10. Perfect. 
<laughs> and you're asking him who sent you? Yeah. Are you uh, Ashwater? Jax? No. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I, I, I see we're going with the okay, okay. Uh, let's let's do this human perception here. <laughs> this is your best character. <laughs> uh, understandable, sir. Have a nice day. Keep on shopping. A even more heavily armored dude walks between the canisters uh, over here on your left and roll perception Father Graceland and Jerax. And, you know, uh, the Frizz as well. There is at least one other guy peering around the corner. Simmons, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> well, sir, he says he's not Mr. Ashwater. He's got two cyber arms, a mono katana, and cut off sleeves in his lab coat. Who the fuck else do you think that is? No, 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 no. I get confused for this fucking tool all the time. He's been using my likeliness. I, uh, I don't like it. I'm taking legal action. And I've had many troubles recently. Many. Which one? Who sent you guys? Huh? Which companies at this time? Huh? Who's he pissed off this time? I've had enough. I've had it up to here. You got the wrong guy. Okay. First off, roll a language English check because you said he's using your likeliness. Yep. Instead of likeness. So let's see that real fast. All right. It's the slang. It's the local slang. Yeah. That checks out. Not how a doctor would talk. Yeah, yeah that's how they say. That's how they English. say words in England. <laughs> I've heard they do that. Did you hear him? He said likeliness. That's a dead giveaway. This bastard's a prick. <laughs> oh, look, sir. Just because he's from England doesn't mean he's the same guy. We think all English people know each other. They're all related. Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. It's very right. rude. Uh, as you explain yourself, this is going to give the rest of you a small window to act. Let's go one by one. Kelly, is there anything you'd like to do? Do these two guys that are now sort of interrogating Jerax look... I mean, I know that they have lots of guns and armor, but do they look like they're, like, trying to capture him, hurt him, or are they just kind of, like, meandering about and, like, trying to find him, if that makes sense? Um... I'm going to call this human perception unless there's another skill. Like if uh, if it was tactics, I would allow tactics just to see kind of what they're what it is that they're up to. Yeah, I'm just wondering if this needs like immediate action or if there's something like mm -hmm. we can play along. 12. Okay. They were not expecting to literally bump into him. They were trying to tail him. It looks like they are equipped to fight. They are definitely equipped to fight and capture or kill. Okay. That is an um, option in their playbook. She is gonna. I mean, Jarex already said that he's not Jarex, correct? And I can hear him because he's right next to me. Correct. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn around the corner and be like, "Oh, Frank, 
there you are. I've been looking all over the place for you. My goodness. I had two people say, hey, did you see that Jerex guy? And I was like, no, that's not Jerex. It's Frank, the guy that gets commonly misplaced for Jerex. Yep. All the time. I can't all believe it. I, I can understand the, the confusion, though. Again, my last name is Mudwater. Yes. Very similar. Yes. Very similar to Ashwater. Sometimes you get confused in the, the translation programs. They get confused when people are searching up my name, my likeliness. I, this is a, this is a recurring problem. The longer or, this goes on, I'm telling you, I'm not changing my name, and, I, and I'm pointing at the security guys. I'm telling you guys, I'm not changing my. He's gonna be the one to change his name. I'm telling you, because I've been. Listen, I can't. I've had enough of this. Okay, I've had enough of this. I can't be getting confused all the time. I'm just trying to do my shop. My grandmother lives down on fifth street hmm? she asked me oh go be a deer pick up some grenades you've got diving suits grappling fuel and a microwave and i'm yeah okay and i'm trying to do my shopping every day i'm trying to do my shopping and i get these people coming up to you jerex i'm not jerex ashwater he's gonna change his i'm gonna make him change his name okay my name's frank nice to meet you fellas i don't know who sent you but tell him fucking stop following me Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, Kelly, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Wait, can he wow. do the persuasion? He's the one that did all the talking. <laughs> I am aware. Uh, I am aware, but you're the one who initiated this. And uh, you know what? Jerax, roll a persuasion check. This will be a complimentary roll. If you succeed, it's a plus one on her roll. Oh. <laughs> all right all right there's something wrong with this website natalie what are you doing <laughs> and by proxy jonah um how uh oh gosh um okay what does natalie know what has she heard from jim because jim is like kind of like a little kind of like big brother energy towards her and she's expressed a lot of interest in going to the night market and he's like you're not ready there's all these things you need to know about the night market that you can't do and so natalie i feel like would have this internalized list of rules that these security guards that are harassing jerax could potentially be breaking and she would just love to tattle on whatever the equivalent of the management <laughs> the kilo alpha romeo echo november protocol yes sir all right Ooh. Um, I am inclined to say bureaucracy would apply here once again, unless, unless there's like a strong case for something else. I think it is still applicable here because every, no matter what side of the law you're operating, whether you're a mega corporation, whether you are a, a family of nomads out on the road or a booster gang, everybody has systems. Everybody has connections. Everyone has protocols. It's just a matter of whether they're written or enforced give me that roll good all right Ugh. here's what you would know the night market is put together by a group of fixers in it's not uncommon it is possible for violence to break out at a night market but usually it would be over some sort of a disagreement if night markets are typical places for uh solos to execute hits and assassinations and stuff like that that's bad for business so generally speaking uh, it, it's not like a hard and fast sacred rule, thou shalt not spill blood at the night market, but it is frowned upon. It is bad for business. It's not something, and if somebody is frequently doing it, or if they have a particularly egregious approach of protocol, 
they're likely to not be invited back, to get uh, a bounty put on them, so on and so forth. So what really matters here is, are these guys working for some of the local fixers? Like, are they official bouncers for this night market? Or are they a meddling outside force? If they're meddling outsiders, or they are, again, acting, they're not acting on behest of making sure business is flowing smoothly, then you might be able to throw the book at them. And by the book, I mean the implied threat of massive violence. Got it. So I have to find out if they're actually working employees of the night market. You got to figure out what their deal is. Kind of... Got it. Um, okay, I want to bring Jonah in on this conversation and say, we got to go break this up and get them out of there. Jonah, I'm going to need you to pretend to be head of security with me. And... Um, yeah, let's go ask for their credentials. So my plan as Natalie would be to approach and to try and be like, just what do you think you're doing here? But with Jonah's intimidation. No, notice how much nicer it is that Monarch is not here and Jim's not here <laughs> to just start shooting people, you know? We're trying to solve this without violence, you know? Maybe some really bad acting, but you know, the problem's <laughs> getting solved. De-escalation. All right. Why don't you do an interrogation check on Jonah's part. And then and you choose you a skill and throw it at him. So Natalie and Jonah are going to approach from over here. Like they're mm. just uh, doing their rounds and they're going to be like, What the hell is all this? Is that your hand on a weapon? You don't need to do that unless there's a threat here, sir. I'm going to need to see your credentials and your rights for opt. I need to see your black market permit, uh, your business, your legal business license. Uh, I need to see the certificate of inspection on your cargo container selling hand grenades. Yes, yes. Uh, your license to practice. Exactly. Uh, and, and then have you paid your local, you know, district fines and, and dues? Give me interrogation for Jonah and then sell me on a skill from Natalie. Jonah is gonna interrogate here. Oh my god. Uh, at a 27! Holy <laughs> moly. He interrogates like he shoots handguns. Um. And, drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Swear to> me! <laughs> Jonah has been unleashed. Uh. Yeah, Natalie's actually going to hit him here with the bureaucracy because there's no actual, as you kind of insinuated, protocol to become a security guard here. Mm -hmm. So she's going to be like, I'm going to need the code word for the hour, the name of your superior, whoever booked you, and your intel uh, entrance and exit protocols. <laughs> what you got? I don't know. Words? Uh, All right, well, 18 you... value word. There is this, I believe it's a Star Trek RPG that has the Technobabble chart. Uh, you have the business battle chart. You just hit him with the entire the entire wave of it. Roll, before we move on and let Father Graceland do something, roll a human perception check, Natalie. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Where is it right here? 16. As you're rattling off all these terms, you see a look of recognition on the main guy's face. It just sort of flickers across, like you are speaking his language. And based on the fact that you're not from this world, there's a good possibility this guy is not either. This may be, there may be a corpo aspect to this. 
Father Graceland, the situation okay. is unfolding. What would you like to do? Okay, so where is the, the counter space on this container? It would be on this side. So essentially, okay. a the, the door goes up and it provides an awning, essentially, and the counter space is in here. And this is the weapons... I can probably adjust the dynamic lighting a little bit to give you a little bit more visibility there. This is the wep the melee weapons booth. Cool. I'm just gonna flip around the corner, leave the counter very casually, and in a very conversational, I say, "Huh, what do you figure?" I say to the guy, "That uh, NCPD undercover, raid, uh, bust up the whole night market, or uh, you figure someone stole something some from the corpse, and the corpse are coming to get it back." You're just ha you're uh, just chatting up the uh, the melee merchant. I, I I'm I'm uh, giving a little chaos, a little well, something ba <laughs> something bad's about to go down. So maybe someone in the night market should do something about it because mm -hmm. the fixers here will have security. They'll be concerned that right. there might be either a, a cop raid or a corporate raid, and mm. they'll want to engage in that. So, but uh, I'm doing a very casual kind of plant the idea as opposed to conversational way as opposed to a oh my god look at that cops everybody run <laughs> <laughs> scatter they can't catch us all roll a conversation <laughs> check sure thing i'm gonna spend two luck on this all right when do you one god heads start to poke out from all the various uh shops you just see like somebody pop out they've got some optics in on the guy on the back of the guy's neck you can hear ammo racks being loaded dramatically in that way that anyone who knows anything about guns knows is unnecessary and is clearly for intimidation you hear a couple of weird things beeping some muttering the uh melee booth person just start grabs she pulls out like this machete and just starts sharpening it letting sparks fly <laughs> everywhere and glances casually to the side the energy in the entire night market freezes and focuses in on these people who sut who a moment ago they were just oh yeah some more armored goons walking around now suddenly they stick out like a sore thumb between jerax and kelly berating them this guy caught between the two of them Natalie getting under their skin with corpo talk, uh, Jonah apparently being the goddamn Batman, and now the entire <laughs> night market actually paying attention to them instead of sort of a, hey, you know, you're just here to do business. They feel very uncomfortable. And as that you can see them, they're glancing from side to side, their hands go to their guns, and another individual walks down in between them. He is wearing, he's got this fancy glimmering golden suit with faux blue fur on either side as he walks down behind them through the rows, exuding a, all right, I'm in control, calm the hell down, everyone, energy. Rick Simmons, it's fine. It's clearly not our chap. Why don't we leave these nice people to their business and take our concerns elsewhere? Sure, we can deal with this later jerex roll a human perception check please who is this guy 12 12 all right he 
you notice these armored guys as soon as he walks in they are immediately following his orders mm. and he he's very casual very you know fancily dressed showy uh but there's a bit of edge to his voice a very calm cold decisive undertone to it it's not a person that you recognize at all but you get the impression he's looking right at you as he calls off his dogs mm -hmm. we are going to go ahead and take a break here and when we come back we'll finish your shopping spree and hit the open ocean don't go anywhere welcome back to red sky city cyberpunk conspiracy if you're just joining us our heroes are at a night market obtaining equipment that they need for their mission into the Great Pacific Garbage Patch to raid a lost Arasaka shipping vessel that contains secret research into the Soul Killer virus. They've encountered a group of unknown armored individuals and a very flamboyant leader who is talking down everyone in the night market after our heroes sort of turned everyone against them. These are completely unknown figures, not somebody who they've encountered thus far. And the situation seems to be dissolving, allowing our heroes to return to their previously programmed shopping. Jerax, as this guy walks, assuming you're going to let them walk away, the armed individuals seem to be disengaging carefully, slowly. Does anybody want to intervene or does anyone have anything they'd like to say or do? the mm, yes and for the audience at home what i was saying was uh that i would like to walk alongside the table uh and follow this guy out and just kind of keep a, a surface eye on him not let him know that i've noticed him really mm. jerax anything you've got this guy Actually, Jarex and the Frizz, you've both got this guy sort of flanked. He's going to attempt to step between you and Father Graceland. He's kind of surrounded. He's going to attempt to step between you to rejoin his leader. Do I recognize this guy? Never seen him in his life, in your life. But he clearly recognizes me. He knows that he's been outdone, you know, in the acting department. Clearly. I've won this battle. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, if Jim was here, Jim would just shoot him and just start a war in the night market, <laughs> probably. But I, I, I kind of don't want to let him get away, but I also don't think there's a good way to do it. I mean, maybe I can start tailing them. That's always an option. Again, whoever sort of starts a big fight, at this point, Father Graceland has turned the eye of suspicion on these outsiders. But... A great way to get NCPD to raid your night market is for it to turn into a full-fledged shootout. So yeah. the energy in the air is directed against them, but it's volatile. Anything could change that temperature. Um, <laughs> I kind of want more information, so I think Jarex is going to try and egg them on a little bit um, as they're leaving and be like, "Boy, you come all the way out here? Now you're gonna you're gonna shake me down, Frank Mudwater." In in this very fine establishment, and you're gonna just you're just gonna try and leave without buying anything, after causing all this trouble. I mean, 
just disgust. There's just no class these days. No class in the corporate world, is there? No class at all. I'm just going to stare directly at this guy straight down the aisle. I'm trying to, trying to goad them into, into just giving us information, you know, saying mm. something. Roll a reputation. Oh, no, because it's not like any either of you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we can quite apply that because he's not going to pull his reputation out against you here. And you don't want to be known as Jerex. So, yeah, that's definitely not going to apply. But he does know that I'm Jerax. I haven't said as such. But he, his impression is that if he's locked onto me the entire time, and the impression mm -hmm. I'm getting is that he knows who I am, but he realizes that he, he can't act, which is why I'm trying to like well, that's, that's keep your playing impression. the part. Yeah, right. that's that. Is, okay, that is my impression. So, that might not be true. Um, you're allowed to follow your hunch. You're 100% allowed to follow your hunch. Uh, he's going to look at you and say, uh, some nice chrome. Where'd you get it done? Oh, this? I'm just going to, like, start doing 360s with my arms and all sorts, you know? Just like, yeah, it's really quality stuff. The guy who did it must be real skilled. Really skilled. Really skilled. Have any other work done recently? Pieces. Uh, all the work done recently? Me? Yeah. No, I was born with these. <laughs> Sounds traumatic. I can be, but I'm built different. My friends call me Bill. Wait. <laughs> his his uh, guards are sort of just walking away as you keep talking. They get out of the way and they're you know making a little alleyway for the two of you to continue. And they're shuffling with their heads down. I don't know this guy. <laughs> just an absolute nutcase yeah. between the cargo containers. <laughs> and Father Graceland, you can tell that. The energy you have invoked in the market is now sort of dispersing between all parties involved who are making a scene. The more Jerax talks, the more people are kind of giving him the what's his deal. Look. <laughs> yep. Uh, we kind of reach over, put our hand on Jerax's middle shoulder. Say, son, sometimes just have to let it go and not have people be looking at you mm. like maybe you need to be encased in cement and dropped off the nearest pier you read me yeah that's quite blunt it would be difficult not to read that um mm -hmm. you seem like a man who sure. appreciates sure. a lack of subtlety yeah i mean that nuance whoo, straight over my head And they're all, they're all just backing out. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get a little picture of his face before he goes using my cyber eye, if that's okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Roll a perception check for me. Anybody who has eyes on the stranger, who has eyes directly on the stranger, roll perception. I can see over this table, right? Yeah, you can see over the table. Natalie, what happened? Why why can't you see anything? Uh, 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 um, I was, I, oh, uh, the minute I saw this guy, I pulled up my agent and I'm just like flicking through like all, like local business finder. It tells you like hot, horny local businessmen that are nearby looking to make deals. So I'm trying to see if he's coming up on business finder to be like, is he, what is he here for? Is he trying to make a negotiation? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. What kind of deals do you think they're trying to make? Oh, it, it tells you whatever. I was informed this was a family show. Yeah, no, I, who told you that? Warning for business. I don't mean to be unclear. What the business sense. sector has done is co-opt a lot of the horny sector's language over the years. So, horny no, the, is for the, money. The app is called HFB, Horny for Business. Swipe <laughs> left yeah. if you want to sign a contract. Swipe right otherwise. Yeah, you just kind of see what everybody's looking for. You know, rockets, boats. The future is bright. <laughs> Wow. It's Silk Road, but right here. <laughs> All right, yeah. So uh, one, roll a library search to look up this guy on HFB, and two, you completely fail to notice. Wow, Jonah is looking over your shoulder like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I've seen it's that compelling guy content. Oh, not not him. That other one who just went by. Yeah, something he's like about flexing, and he's like looking for stock options. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep my <laughs> options open. My stock options, that is. Uh. All right, so Jerax, Frizz, and Father Graceland, you all will notice that as Jerax like snaps a picture of this guy, he's got micro optics as well, or he's got cyber optics as well with zoom. He snaps a picture of all of you who he can see in his line of sight. But I'm wearing makeup and a hat. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Jonah, he's in the black parade. <laughs> Uh, Natalie, you pull up a profile for somebody named Carlisle. And based based on the profile, uh, only in town for a few days from the other side of the pond. And the language on the profile is very vague about what he might be in town for. Make Roll me a business. an offer. <laughs> Roll a business check. Yeah, because I have to kind of decipher all these, like, hashtags that they use to mean all this different business stuff. Exactly. Nobody just comes out and says that they're looking to collude and sell business secrets. There's, they've got their own slang language going on. All right. It looks like he's looking for information on uh, cyber surgery, cyber surgeons, and netrunners. He's in town looking to basically check out the local... He's almost like a medical tourist. Or at least that's how he's presenting himself. And it's less that he's interested in, interested in getting cybernetic work done himself as he is in researching market options for cybernetic work. And he seems to be from the UK. Oh, no. As he's leaving, I think Natalie would try and approach him... Uh, under the guise of, um, I, I couldn't help you notice these well-trained men you had here, uh, a little out of hand, but overall really responsive. I had some interactions with them myself. Uh, do you happen to have a card? I'd love to talk with you in the future about staffing opportunities, uh, here and abroad. Yeah, absolutely. He'll go ahead and flick one for you. It appears to have some sort of a s nano satin interlace in the paper. Very shiny, very fancy. It makes Take that it little whoosh sound when it comes out of the holder. <laughs> I, I, Natalie feels extremely self-conscious about this, but she goes, I only brought digital, I'm sorry. And does the agent cap to send her info over? Because she doesn't the, want to give away all the all info that. about her. It's a fake business card, though. It's not her uh, full contact. Of course. It's the Network 54 like security version of her card that has mm. like 
And what he know. gave you is essentially like a telegram line, just an anonymous Dropbox in order to get in contact with no other information other than the name Carlisle on it. So very similar, very surreptitious. Outside of that, they are going to pull away and disengage. Jerax, are I... you backing down? Yeah, I'm back down. I have an inkling as to... I mean, I, I'll, I, I wouldn't know the information that Natalie knows yet, but I have an inclination of what... Um, why they're here. The farthest guard, before he leaves, mm-hmm. can, can Miss Frizz go up to him and be like, listen, poor Frank over here, he constantly gets confused for this Jerex guy. Is there, is there... Is he dangerous? Is there something that we should know just in case we need to protect Frank over here? Why, why are you guys looking for Jerax? Is he a, a murderer? Don't talk to me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Kelly, roll a perception check as he bails. <laughs> what the oh, hell? God. All right. Uh, as he goes, you notice the uh, the lifting crane over off in the corner that like picks up these giant cargo containers. It sort of twitches. A couple of times. Okay. That's all. Okay. Is there someone in the loading crate? There is someone, right? No, there's somebody in the forklift, but this big old, like, lifting apparatus here, it's all automated. Okay. Okay. Cool. And they're going to go ahead and back off and leave you to your shopping. Hmm. Would you like to search for microwavers and uh, body weight suits and the like. Kind of want to search for information now. <laughs> yeah, less so than that. Mm. Let's go around yeah, the horn I... one at a time. Uh, Bren, what would Jerax like to do? As everybody uh, in the night market, the, the people are they're keeping an eye on each other. They sort of look up at you and then go back to flying their wares. Glad that business hasn't been interrupted. What would you like to do? Yeah, I, I don't think Jarex would worry about it at the moment, but he's definitely going to make a mental note to be like, oh, check uh, at home and uh, make sure that the family haven't set out any hit squads on me. Um, would you like me to remind you to check for family hit squads when you return? Sure. Maybe say it a bit quieter. Reminder added. Volume reduced to level two. <laughs> <laughs> Blaring out loud. Yeah, you know, my, my my family are just, you know, they're just in the crime business. Um, just don't like to let people know that despite the fact that I've got my agent on speaker mode blasting in the entire area. Uh, no, I, w- I would do my shopping now, I think. All right. Uh, let's just go ahead and see what is out there in the night market for you today. I've already laid out some of the various things that you've got at your disposal. All right, so as luck would have it, you have come across a higher-end armor dealer who can get you that bodyweight suit. You work, you work with a runner, you work with a net runner, adjust the thing. Slightly used, nano-weave completely repaired, all the blood is removed, virus-free. Very good quality. For me? Well, I mean, you've... You found he's just pitching whoever is nearby, right? Yeah, I mean, I dabble in net running, I suppose. I mean, I don't know if I'd fit in it. 
easily adjustable. Oh, okay. Highly reactive, very dynamic. And I assure you, your previous user did not die because of a lack of netrunning skill. So this is vetted and used by some excellent netrunners that I've known in the past. It was completely unrelated. Who do you know? Lots of people. <laughs> I, I would, I'm going to get suspicious of this now. I'm like, wait a second. Netrunners who died? I know a netrunner who didn't die yet, maybe. What? I'm like, hmm. Where, where are you going with this pitch? I'm not totally... I'm not totally positive about your strategy here. What? I mean, there's no pitch. I want to know who you got this suit off of. Hmm. Second hand off of somebody who crossed Recluse. Okay, I don't know what that is. Never mind. You don't? Oh, well, in that case, this is the perfect suit for you. <laughs> I mean, not for me. It's not for me. It's not my color, you know? I... I uh... Uh, um, no, I understand you're, you're only holding it for a friend. Don't worry, we get that a lot. This yeah. is the night market. You don't have to be coy. This is so I think Standing right behind Jarex, so, oh. as he says that, her goggles gleam again in the anime flash. Is that a bodysuit? Wait, what is it called again? Bodyweight suit? I know mm -hmm. that. <laughs> and did you say minimal blood? Absolutely minimal blood. Got it out of almost every single microstrand. Oh my god. Well... This, it's not every day that you get to find one, no blood, no virus. Sir, I don't even need to haggle. You got yourself a deal. <laughs> You're welcome at my booth anytime. <laughs> How much? A thousand eddies. Uh, you take Blobo figures? Are these Blobo figures full of eddies? <laughs> no, not entirely. Um, then uh, no. God, did was I given extra eddies? <laughs> she looks towards the sky <laughs> that might be able to give her an answer. Cause... Have you uh, have you recorded any money from the times that they've been hiring you off screen this whole time? Because there's been several <laughs> times where they've hired you. Yeah, I haven't been recording that. I've been recording anytime you say like, okay, we'll give you like a thousand eddies since it's been a few months, but mm. I haven't been paid yet, essentially. Okay. Uh, you should have 500 eddies from times that the, the team has hired you off screen. Well, they've done that twice. That means I have a thousand eddies. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pay Perfect. you 500 twice. Uh, no. I'll, I'll tell you what. Go ahead and roll 1d6. We'll give you one hustle check on this. And then outside of that, you're uh, you're going to need to make your own way in the world. Did you do that whole car thing Can without I... getting paid? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> hey, Miss Frizz is in this for the education, all right? She's thinking about the kids. It's Can for I the children. Add... Can I add uh, some luck to that? So fun fact about this role, it has absolutely, it does not work the way that you think it works. That being said, you cracked a small system and you sold the data for a hundred eddies. You get one more of these rolls from the time you've been off camera. All right, I'm doing it. Can I, can I assist with this in some way? Nope. Oh. <laughs> um, well, do, 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 do. And another also... 200. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yes, another 200. Well, you know, I don't need, and she gestures to her light armor jack head and body, which both cost 100 EB, and they're in mint condition. She doesn't get too sweaty. Sometimes she gets a little sweaty. So how about this? I have 800 eddies, I believe is what 
that comes down to. And with these two mint condition, beautifully uh, sewn together objects right here, I'll trade you that for the bodyweight suit. Jay, what's the rule about players selling back used equipment? Is there a hard rule about that? The the, the entire reason why we use a tiered um, price system is so you can haggle like this, in fact. Perfect. Neck? All right. Hey, his name is in the book twice. We're going to take that. <laughs> uh, so you're going to get at value because you don't have a fixer to try to boost that up. So yeah, you trade in all that stuff. You can have it. Damn, that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. You have a bodyweight suit. Essentially, it's 11 armor for head and body. And it, um, I believe, I believe that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And you have, uh, it accommodates your deck. So if you can get a proper scuba suit of some sort over that, then you're golden. You can now it hack also, underwater. Congratulations. It also gives me plus one slot to my cyber deck as well. Nice. Damn. All right, cool. The uh, money's going down sound plays. Rest of you, what's still on your list? I need a microwave and a diving suit and grappling mm, my- hook fuel. All right, I'm just going to say you're going to find somebody who can sell you the grapple hook. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's uh, 30 eddies for an additional shot of that sucker, of just for another gas canister, since it's 100 eddies for a, a full three shot. So 30 eddies per use. Mm-hmm. Rack up as many of those as you want, team. The microwaver is going to be a little bit more of a thing. Let me see if you're able to dig that up. And is anybody else looking for anything while we're at this? Feel free to scrounge around. I'm also going to let you buy food as long as it's not uh, any more expensive than five, than 100 eddies, I think. If it's premium or lower, you can just buy that. You don't have to hunt around for it. Not a problem. Can I meander unsuspiciously towards that giant crane that went... Sure. Meander away. As you, you know, casually meander in that direction, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, you know, she's just kind of staring around. She does still have uh, her, like, tech gear on, and, like, it's not like she's trying to hide it at all. So I think mm-hmm. that, like, she could go up to it as an appreciation of engineering, you know, and, and sort of just, like, l- look at it a little bit, like, oh, wow, this is so cool, a crane. And uh, she's going <laughs> to see if there's if there's anyone obviously it's an ai operating it but it did move so is there any kind of ports is there anything that she could possibly jack into but not she's not gonna do that just yet roll an interface check to scan for nearby access points interface nope or maybe i don't know okay this is definitely part of a network architecture, but it is deliberately designed not to be remote accessible, remote controllable from here as a security measure. But it is hooked up to something. Cool. Natalie, what are you and Jonah up to? So Natalie is browsing every table. She mm-hmm. is just walking along them and just getting upsold on everything. So she would have come in here with, I think, about 
3,000 eddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. She would want to leave some home after that sweet heist. And all the work that she does because she has a job. Um, <laughs> How much did we get after the heist? We got... 2,000 each. 2000? Wait, for real? Oh, my God. Okay, I had no idea. I was going to say, like... That was the whole point of that operation. Yeah, I was I was scavenging. I was looking for my inventory for stuff to haggle with. <laughs> like you want a clown suit? It's got a couple of bullet holes in it. <laughs> so uh, Natalie wants to buy, and she's currently being upsold on this sweet backpack, right? That kind of opens like a fridge. And when you open it up, it's got all these little foam compartments. And in those foam compartments, Joseph, is an array of grenades all of them very carefully and thoughtfully labeled not just with the name but with like a picture of what the grenade should look like and then it looks just, like it matches exactly that grenade in there uh and it's very cool because it's also a flotation device and a hood can come over it and filter smoke is that real can i have that wow well, uh, see jay this is the problem right like <laughs> they pop off of something like this and if i say no it's I'm just a jerk at that point. He's the bad that's guy. actually pretty that's actually pretty that is, cool. That is cool. I just want a bunch of grenades and a flotation device. <laughs> I mean, I, I would think you just charge her for the grenades and the uh and the uh the breathing mask and just like give her the backpack for free because that's pretty yeah. cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I am here for it. Yeah, what do you want? We got uh, armor-piercing fragmentation. We got incendiary. We got biotoxin. We got EMP. I've got uh, flashbang, poison, sleep gas, smoke, tear gas. What are you looking for? Hmm. What would you say works best on automated opponents? Oh, well, that'd be your butt be gone. Oh, yeah, okay. He's got, uh, he pulls it out and it's got like a picture, a little icon, a cartoon icon of a sad robot. It looks a lot more like Ichiro than you would think. Oh, let him out. And I scratch at it and I'm like, okay, I'll take that. Careful, careful, careful. There's a lot of expensive equipment around here. All right, so it's uh, yeah, 500 eddies for two yep. EMP grenades. Ooh, okay. Um, Let me change what I wrote down about what I'm going to get. I'm going to get... Two EMP grenades, mm -hmm. uh, and then how much are the explosive frag grenades? Those are a hundred for two, if I'm reading the ammunition type chart correctly. Oh, excellent. So then we are going to take six of those. Okay, and yeah, let's take some smoke grenades. That sounds good. Oh, no, we have two. some. 50 for two? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll take four of those so I don't have to do math. As you're going through this, you find this crumpled up note in just awful, awful handwriting. It says, tear gas grenades, fuck you, Jim. And then it's got a crude stick figure shooting another crude stick figure in the face. <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying these. <laughs> <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm just gonna slowly with all like the stuff that I'm buying in my like shopping bags under my arms and like mm. my backpack on and full of crap. I'm gonna wander on up to uh, Father Graceland and uh, be like, "Wow, they have so much neat stuff here and so many weird people." Did you see that guy? 
See a lot of guys. Which one? Yeah, but the the guy with all the oh, I got his number. Um Carlisle? Ah, uh, yeah, the one you talked to? Look like yeah, a suit. Yeah, he's got the, the suit on and he had all those dudes with him. Yep. You know he's kinda of probably gonna try to jump us when they when we leave, right? Natalie slowly looks up at Father Graceland. <laughs> yeah? I mean, I'm pretty sure he thinks that your friend is who your he thinks your friend is. <laughs> hmm. We should probably think this through then, and maybe leave out the back door. We should find Jarex. Which are you? Uh, are we all still kind of like shopping around? Jay, are you using your ranks in common sense for this, or your ranks in genre awareness? Uh, well, you know. I, I... <laughs> I think it's it's more along the lines of uh of uh just plain old simple uh I've been alive in this world for longer than a year, which apparently no one that else in the party out. has. That checks out. <laughs> just standard suspicion. Mm. Yep. Constant vigilance. Yep. Natalie hasn't quite developed that yet. Yep. It's good Lord said. I don't have no need for bodyguards, but I have two very powerful accountants. Got a suspicious mind. Would uh, would would everyone share the uh, the information that we've got? Like, in terms of the w Kelly, would uh, Miss Riz has sh shared that the crane was like kind of twitching when he left? I feel like Miss Frizz wouldn't have because it was just kind of like a tiny thing. There's a bunch of business yeah. going on here. We're at a shipping dock yard, like for night uh gallery so she kind of just went up th there to see if she was seeing something not necessarily thinking that it was directly tied into the crew that we just saw mm -hmm. all right um after significant more scrounging around if you want to find a microwaver a specific booth here to see if they have one i need Give me some sort of skill check to sell me on this if you're going to try to look around and find one specifically, because otherwise I'm going to roll a few more times to see if there's one around, um, and if there isn't, then there just isn't. I am going to roll a human perception check to look for the nerdiest booth vendor there is, because I'm assuming okay. only like a mega nerd is going to own a microwave gun. <laughs> All right. Hit what me the with heck, it. man? <laughs> I almost bought the microwave gun. Yeah, it checks out. I All really right. want it. Uh, before before we continue with this, Father Graceland, uh, I sort of I skipped your go round. Was there anything yep. you wanted to do in particular here before we get into looking for the microwaver and whether or not it's in the hands of a mega nerd? I'm thinking chipping in the Carrieurdine version, not the Johnny Silverhand version. Mm, okay, that's going to be a tough sell, uh, especially at a a weapons night market. You're going to need to know somebody who is a fan. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't need to buy it. I don't need to buy it. I'm playing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were looking for it. Uh, and oh, no. no, actually, you're not. <laughs> oh, man. That's just sad. Uh, People are yeah, throwing well, me off my your... game. Yeah, I mean, after that last encounter, your, one of your strings <sighs> must be loose or something. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm tuning my guitar. Okay. That's, yep, that's fair. Ding, 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 ding. No. <laughs> what are you tuning it to? I, my agent. I have a little app on my agent. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cute. I once went to a concert with somebody who was from the same small town I grew up in. Uh, someone who'd never been to an orchestra, never been exposed to that sort of music. And it was it was like a combination bluegrass band playing with an orchestra. We showed up early. It was at the Hollywood Bowl. We're sitting up there in the, the grassy amphitheater seats. And they're tuning, you know. Doo, 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 doo. And she leans over and whispers, wow, these guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that before I took the drink. <laughs> uh, all right. Kelly, while Jerex is on the hunt for nerds, is nerds. the Frizz looking for her microwave gear or distracted by the ghost in the machine? Uh, definitely distracted by the ghost in the machine. Okay. What would you like yeah. to do? Um, well, you said that she like did a, a quick uh, interface check. She couldn't find anything for remote plugins, but that it is connected to something. And mm -hmm. typically... There would be some kind of panel or maybe wiring from this giant crane, uh, like hopefully some kind of uh, sign or, or object that would lead me to where it mm. is being operated. Roll a electronics security check. I don't know why I keep closing my character sheet when I know I'm going to have to open it up. Again. Fun fact, if you click the sort of header up at the top of your character sheet, you can collapse it. So it's still open. It's just a little thing, and then you don't have to like open it and close it all the time. Oh, you can also pop it out as its own thing. All right, yes, uh, interface can. or I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, security, electronics, security. That one. Nice. Okay, so there is a up on top of the crane. There is a plastic sort of clamshell thing that contains the communication equipment. That is what okay. controls this box. It is on a one-to-one -one closed channel shortwave transmission in order to make it as hard as possible to intercept the signal and take it over. So there is a another control station somewhere nearby that is sending it commands. It is theoretically possible to still hijack it, but you'd probably need to climb up on top of this thing and it's designed to pick cargo containers off gigantic ships. So. Either you need sophisticated transmitting equipment to hijack it, or you need physical access to it, or you need to find its central controls. Okay. Um, well, before Miss Frizz does that, she's going to try and relay that information as secretly as possible to Natalie, uh, Graceland, and Ashwater. The group chat? Oh, we do have <laughs> phones, right? That's okay, that's chat. true. Y'all have phones, right? <laughs> I don't remember signing uh, up for this. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I let them know that there might be something weird with the crane, might need time or a distraction to investigate further. Natalie okay. like looks up from the phone or there's a crane in here? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like she gets this message as this guy is trying to sell her on this carbon fiber bat with males through it insisting that this is the latest design uh, Natalie immediately loses interest in the crane that she didn't notice before and is back to shopping tell me more about this bat <laughs> wow using only the most advanced latest alloys now you see these nails going through this bat this thing 
can't just drive any normal nail through this bath. That's why we've used the latest meta materials designed for maximum cranial intrusion. Yeah, on the way a... out, we've got these flanges on the end, ensuring that every hit is as near lethal as possible. Now, I would assume, like, as Natalie is holding all these shopping bags and considering, like, another extravagant purchase, that perhaps the person with one of the most extravagant and, I'm assuming, expensive weapons to sell in here might be identifying me, perhaps, as a mark to upsell their microwave gun to. You don't see any microwave weaponry at the table. It mostly just seems to be things with nails stuck into them. This guy sort of cornered the niche market of things with nails stuck through them. And they've all been heavily polished, and some of them have some, like, tech lines on them, some, EMP, some EMP threading through it. Uh, and the whole brand idea is when you want to absolutely spill somebody's brains all over the floor mixed with chips of their skull, but in, like, a classy way. Yeah, I'm looking at this, like, frisbee that he's got. Like, not at all aerodynamic, by the way, he's attached to nails, but really just love the commitment to craft. <laughs> No, here's something special. <laughs> he pulls out a yo-yo that's like tied to steel cable. You would not believe how many different trials we had to go through to get the nails in a way that doesn't interfere with the centrifugal spin and introduces minimal risk to the end user. So do you have a card and perhaps an online shop? I'm very interested in this direction. Absolutely. Look us up on the garden. Here's our patch. You can go to us right on this link. Natalie is got demonstration also videos all over the place and completely unrelated uh great recommendations for a ripper doc who specializes in hand injuries hmm. <laughs> uh, i accept the card and use that as my excuse to move on from that yep yep we, we've all been there at conventions we've all been <laughs> hey joe yes the crane does it have an operator seat even though it's ai it's it's uh it's remote driven I'm going to say, hmm, from a design perspective, you want it to be as secure as possible. I'm going to say yes, it's in a locked booth. Hmm, okay. Uh, just going to meander over that way, take a look at it. Um, <laughs> obviously, the, 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 the booth itself is, I, I see what you're saying. It's like a phone booth kind it's like of thing. like a cage. It. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's like a cage, and you can see into it, but it is also, yeah. it's got one of those big old, please don't pick me or cut me boxes over the lock yep um taking a look at it does any uh, i would like to read the uh the control panel because if it mm -hmm. is meant to be operated that means it has dials and gears and feedback information and see mm -hmm. if there is uh, uh anything indicating anything unusual about it um i'm uh it, not that uh, unfamiliar with uh uh, remote control vehicles or uh, computer control vehicles. Mm -hmm. I'd like to make a drive land vehicle check. I know it's a little out of its out, out of the wheelhouse a bit, but I just using my nomad familiarity. Absolutely. Cool. I'll just set a slightly higher DV on this. So okay. The, with, um, with my nomad bonus at the 24. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, higher DV or not, 24 will cut it. This is you've you've seen some similar design principles at least right it's not in the same category but a lot of the design specs are going to be at least somewhat similar from a ui perspective this is not meant to be manually operated this is a backup there are vehicles like this especially a lot of cargo you know overland cargo vehicles 
which are intended to be autonomous and only have a manual operating position as a fallback or a begrudging inclusion. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also tell that it's lighting up in the way that would indicate it is being remotely operated right now. Yep. Though it's mostly idle. Yeah. Yeah. I'll lean over Kelly to uh, to uh, and say, yeah. I mean, it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's just... I have a weird feeling about it. As soon as that flamboyant guy walked away, this thing kind of moved a little bit, almost in succession of what he did, so... I feel like if we need to figure out why he's trying to find Jerex, this might give us some kind of information to who they are, possibly. Well, uh, it is being controlled, or at least there is a control mechanism uh, somewhere else. Uh, who that person controlling it is, uh, it says, uh, uh, in general, you don't have uh, machines like this operated with your with your body, but. Uh, when you are jacked into a vehicle, sometimes they do respond. Uh, when you make a motion, the vehicle responds. There's, a, there's tricks to it, especially if you're not used to it. You know machines, uh, so would you know, I can't find where to port in. There might be a remote port somewhere. I, from your uh, knowledge, where would you put something to jack into this that's not a part of the machine? Oh, I mean, I assume it has a it has a plug for, if it's, if it's designed to have a driver, it's got a design to have a take an interface plug yes. yeah i just can't find it yep. there is that's one in the cage the panel inside in the cage uh, that's right with jack oh. it's it's not wireless right but it is there, there and i can't i don't know if i can get in the cage how, and there how is far a, apart are the um opening if it's, if it's a cage it's a grill how far apart are they mm -hmm. could, could it be a slim felt net runner sticker arm in it is possible. It is theoretically possible. It's also possible to get stuck and have to call the fire department, which in Night City <laughs> is never, you know, particularly... <laughs> what fire department? Um, it is theoretically possible. It's also possible for someone with cyber arms to sort of... But that would make a scene. Mm. Yep. We already got attention drawn to us. We don't want more. I guess I could... Could you distract them while I try and do this away from the crane? Yep. That's the problem. Okay, so somewhere nearby, I'm sure there is a a, a place that's raised, um, mm -hmm. uh, a picnic table or a um, or even a chair. Yeah, pallet. I will jump up on it, and I will uh, say, "Everybody, you've worked hard tonight. You've shopped well tonight, and you deserve the very best." For that very reason. I'm gonna share the good word, and we will go right into uh, uh, Jailhouse Rock. All right. Ooh. And uh, I will spend all of my remaining luck on this because I'm that vain. <laughs> and make a check. So 15. All right. Oh. Yep. And he hits it, and he begins to spread the good the good word. And it definitely causes a distraction as this priest pops up on a pallet and starts playing Jailhouse Rock. And Natalie falls in whenever her group starts doing something, so she starts turning around, and she's like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and then I would assume that Jonah would copy me if he wants to keep his job, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
to be fair, the exec special ability is called teamwork. The last thing he wants <laughs> is to not be a team player. Out of curiosity, when's the last time Natalie made a ro- uh, made a loyalty check with Jonah? Um, she is literally always positive reinforcement, always true. encouraging him to follow his dreams. He's he's stalked. That is true. He always expresses a lot of care and concern for him. Like he's stalked. Yeah, I'm invested in his growth, uh, both like, corporately and personally, and he basically lives with me now, so you don't see this, but on, like, Sundays, matching aprons, using <laughs> plastic, making mimosas and pancakes, like, he's literally my best friend, and it's because he's paid to be, and it's the best relationship. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jonah shows up with like his nails painted every once in a while, and we'll accept no critique of that. Look, yep. when you look good, you feel good. Uh, sure. Alright, Kelly, uh, there's an opening for you to try to make an opening. What do you do? I'm still just trying to be like, oh, cool, what is that? You know, like, and like peering into it, still trying to not seem like I'm trying to break in and uh, use mm-hmm. this legally. And yeah, I use my, wow, who knew that Miss Frizz was uh, like 90 pounds, but also had really long arms. It was really weird. <laughs> and she reaches into it and uh, tries to jack in with her uh, her uh, cyber deck port. All right, we're going to do this as an athletics check, I believe. Oh, good. Since you don't have... There there actually is like a contortionist skill or, or something along those lines, but you don't have that. There is a contortionist right. so skill, some, yes. Something that I'm noticing... Uh, uh, oh, and I, I just forgot. Jay, um, do you use your luck before the roll or after the roll? Technically before, but that's up to the GM, really. Right. So okay. in, the, in the book, in the rules, you always have to call it before you make the roll. Okay. Uh, I'm used to other systems and also... I like the on-air drama of people being so close and being able to do that. But yeah, at read as written, you always have to call your luck in advance. But okay, I house cool. rule it. Okay. Um, I'm going to add one more luck to that. Okay. A 15? Yeah, you'll just barely... Because it's like if you if you played Cyberpunk 2077, not only do you have the plug, but you still have to, you know, the USB thing where it's only the third time that you flip it that it actually goes in because of quantum superposition. Uh, but you are able to connect. Now, you're able to attempt to connect just as a normal local operator. Mm-hmm. Or you can use this to try to remote actually like hack into the network architecture because you're not designed to get full access to the network from here. It's designed to let you run the crane. I, yeah, I'm not too interested in running the crane. I want to see who is operating it. Maybe there's another net runner in here that has access to it. Okay. Stand by. (gasps) Here you are. Immediately upon arrival in the first layer of this network, you encounter a hostile wisp black ice program. Okay. Roll an um, interface check. Ooh, already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 24. Oh my god. I don't think I'm gonna use any luck on that. I yeah, don't think. probably, probably not for the best. Uh, it's going to attack you immediately with a little. Zzz. 
Roll another interface check to defend yourself. You don't have any programs resed because you just arrived. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, no, you're fine. You managed to block that attack. All right. It, uh, it now oh, enters in at the top of the initiative order. And uh, we're going to let everyone else have a go real quick because jacking into the network is a meat action. Hmm. Meanwhile... Jerax is hunting for nerds. It's been a while since we checked in with him. Yep. See, you should have gone for Godstoppers. <laughs> That's true. You would have gotten more bang for your buck that way. It's <laughs> lucky I've lived in the U.S. for three years. I understood that <laughs> reference. <laughs> uh, local expert. All right. You're looking around, and you do find one person who's got just all this, like, beware... The robot uprising. Yep, that's Mike. Survivalist. Like, how to go off the grid, how to insulate yourself from being hacked. Beware of equipping yourself with cybernetics because the rabbits can get inside your brain and turn you into one of them. Like, he, he's selling blueprints for a survival bunker that's completely unautomated, all just like local electric grids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How to purify your own water, all that stuff. Okay, that's the vibe I'm getting from this guy? Oh yeah, hardcore right. survivalist, almost Luddite. I know how to tap into this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on a little persona here. Um, I'm gonna like take a little bit from, uh, from Beetle, you know? Um, a little bit from him, like, Hey man, you seem like you know what's going on. You seem like you clued in, not like these other guys, you know? I'm gonna start to lower my voice, hush, you know? Bring him in a little bit. I'm like, I like what you're doing on the war against automation, you know? I like it. I like it a lot. You're gonna wanna get yourself a pair of meat arms, son. That chrome you're sporting right there, they can use it to get inside your brain. They can turn your very limbs against you. Yep, I tell you, everyone else is looking at the power of the corporations and the very nature of what it means to be a human and how we're all caught up in these things that are bigger than ourselves. But what they should really be looking at is the true issue of the world. Augmentation. I feel you. I feel you. And this, done without permission. You know, they took my arms away from me. They took that away from me. And I'm waging war Those ever bastards. since, brother. I'm waging war ever since. I'm telling you, brother. And I'm waging war even now. And I need something good. I need some equipment. I think you're the only person who can supply it microwave gun i'm taking the war directly to them and i need your goods you're the only one who can provide it well you have bypassed the uh, atrophied logic centers of this individual's brain and gone directly for the ego uh which just lights up like a christmas tree and he'll look left and look right pull out this lead lined container unlock it several times a little of gas comes out he tries to conceal the dry ice that he packed into the top of it to make it do that when he opens it. He spins it around. The Mark III. Guaranteed robo-ruination. And cybernetic slaughter. Like the cut of your jib. How much we calling, brother? How much we looking at, huh? To get this into my hands to commit warfare against the enemy, the one and only, the true enemy of humankind. How much we call him, brother? How much you want from me? Most of the rank and file, this baby calls a thousand eddies, but you sound like a true soldier. 
500. 500. The deal is good as done. Paper only. Fuck, do I have paper money? <laughs> would I have paper money? Would you I absolutely would not have paper money on you. I also accept cryptocurrencies. <laughs> um, cryptocurrencies. Uh, uh, let me just go run to the... Uh, the hmm. God, it's falling to pieces before my very yeah. eyes. I mean, you can uh, see me with clearly a lot of money to spend just sort of like walking around and browsing. Yeah, I mean... Uh a would few any... paper bills to spill out of her pocket on accident. Would would anyone here? Would anyone have paper money? Jonah, hold my to? money. Yeah, I actually said I brought paper money, all except for like I think like two hundred things I left home mm. from previous. Somewhere, Jim Fingers have... is going. You didn't bring paper money. You're going to a night market <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> Fuck. But but Natalie's the one who talked to Jim. Natalie's the one who specifically took notes, and that's why Jonah's carrying around a briefcase. Okay, I'd be like, give me one he's, second, brother. He's wearing the handcuffs to handcuff himself to the briefcase, but they're not actually closed right now. He just he needs that hand free just in case. I'll be like, uh, I'm gonna speak to a couple of my agents. We're gonna get you that cash ASAP. Okay. Don't give any of them my name. Absolutely not. I wouldn't dream of it. I'm just gonna back off. Natalie, Natalie, okay, I've met an absolute weirdo. I mean, I was hunting them out in particular because I thought they'd have the gun, and they've got the gun. But they are, I wasn't expecting this. They're, they're, they're dealing in something called paper. I've never heard of it. I don't know what it is. They're looking for paper money. <laughs> and I think you you may have it. You might know what it is. Good. Can we? Can I give you some of my Sorry, eddies and again? you give me this you... paper? Oh, my gosh. You can must be so weird. Sure. Okay, I need 500 paper money. Oh, wow, that's that's a lot of paper money. What are you spending it on again? It's the microwave gun. The micro I found a guy, oh, but he's, he's, he's mental. For 500 eddies, he's going to sell you yep. a microwave gun? Oh, that's yeah, I managed to convince yeah, him yeah, I'm waging war on robots, which I guess we kind of are, but, but yeah. That counts. Uh, I I like Jonah over, and I have him open up the the briefcase, and I do a little dart in. Uh huh. Can I like but... trans? Can I transfer over five hundred as well? Yeah, for sure. Should we just do a a quick little exchange? Okay. Well, I wasn't expecting my... any money back. Oh yeah, thank you. I was just gonna give you a conditional that I got to shoot the gun. <laughs> well, you can still shoot the gun. You know, I just I mean, you're doing me a favor. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm gonna run over back over to the stool. Get back into character, you know, put on the mask. All right, brother, tell you. We had to kill a lot of robots to get this kind of goods. All right, make good usage of it in the war. I'm going to hand him the 500. Godspeed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want the gun. I want to get out of here. <laughs> you're, like, you're looking behind, and you think you might see a toaster on a spike back there under his desk? <laughs> <laughs> You're not totally sure, but uh -huh. all right. You you have the gear, you have the equipment. You drop the eddies, mark five hundred off, add a microwave to your inventory, and you are good to go. Nice. Um, I also need a diving suit, and that's the last thing on my list. Oh, I want to buy all one right. too. All right, we'll go ahead and just uh, that's not super expensive gear, so you'll you'll be able to buy that night market or not. Let's return our attention briefly to. The frizz 
who is face to face with a wisp, which gets to go first. So it goes again. Uh, roll a defense check. Oh, I just rolled defense. Ignore that. You sure? Sure you don't want to keep that seven? Good roll. I, I really like that roll. This meets it, beats it. <laughs> it's an 11. Roll to defend yourself. Uh, wait, meets it, beats it? Yes, so you, you you have to, yes. Okay. As I understand it, mm-hmm. if the attacker fails to beat your role, the status quo remains in an opposed role. Ty always goes, that's... in all roles, Ty always goes to the defender. Yes, exactly. exactly. So I don't have to defend myself then, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, If correct. You successfully blocked with that 11. Well done. Okay, great. You have three net actions. What would you like to do? I'd like to activate the program Speedy Gonzalez. Okay, you have plus two to your speed. Um, and then I would like to slide down one, trying to okay. get rid of the wisp. Keep in mind, Speedy Gonzalez does not increase your slide rolls. It only increases your original speed rolls. So roll an interface check against my perception. I'm sorry, what is speed rolls used for then again? Isn't it to... When you first encounter black ice, both of you uh-huh. roll an interface check, and whoever okay. wins that. So there is a strategy where you just go for full speed, and instead right. of actually fighting anything, you just zoom past all the black ice in a network, get to the bottom, steal everything, graffiti your name in their database, and leave. Cool. Great. Speedy Gonzalez activated, and I'm going to slide. Okay, roll it. Versus an 11. Oof. You can still move, but... You have and you've used up two of your net actions. Do you do you want to move to the next level of the network? Uh, I I'd uh, I'd still like to slide. Okay, use your second your third net action to attempt to slide. Hmm. Ooh, all right. I imagine the wisp program just being. I see you. Target <laughs> locked. Uh, that being said, moving around in the network does not take a net action. You can stay here and continue to be befuddled by the wisp. It's going to chase you if you move, or you, <sighs> what do you want to do? Let's move down one. All right. You proceed down one level in the network and encounter a password. You are out of net actions and will not be able to proceed further. All right. Uh, let's do another round for you real quick, because, you know, every round is three seconds and a few other things have happened. The wisp is going to... Follow you down to this level and try to zap your brain again. My attack roll is... Oh, a six yeah. that beats a two. Definitely beats a two. Yeah, so it attacks your brain. You take one point of damage. Out of curiosity, what is... Are you, are you you're adding her interface? Oh, she, can, she rolled it off. Yes. <laughs> I was like, how is this physically possible? I was like, I can't do the math alone. <laughs> Like maybe I can see Jarex getting that result when he just multi-rolled into Netrunner, but <laughs> the Frizz, no. All right, so you take one point of brain damage, and on your next, on this turn, you can only take two net actions. Why is that? Because the Wisp slowed you down. That's a special. All right, interesting. Uh, I see that there is a locked file here. I would like mm-hmm. to access it. Roll an interface check. You do not have worm resed right now, so it's no. just a flat interface check. Yeah, you crack that open, no problem. You have one net action remaining. What would you like to do? Um, 
<clears throat> what, do, what do I know? What's in that file? Oh, it's not a file. It's not a file. It's a password. It was blocking oh. your access to the lower levels of the network. Um, I will drop down one without sliding. Okay. Congratulations. You have encountered a lich. Oh, Oof. cool. Uh, I would like to slide out of here. After it takes a shot at you. Yeah, of course. The ancient is... evil survives. <laughs> I was programmed by a true edgelord to destroy. <laughs> Not the edge lord. As yes, soon as you say that, Miss Frizz knows who that is. <laughs> All right. So this is where speed is going to come into play. As soon as you enter the Black Ice's level, we're going to make opposed interface checks. This is plus two. Ooh, oh, my 26. God. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, you you said you were going to slide away from the wisp, right? Yes. Or okay, uh, so from both. Because the wisp would have followed me down, correct? It doesn't move until its turn, oh, which is already then, over. And yes, I'd like to slide away from the lich. Off, off the top of your head, Jay, is it a separate roll against, like, is it a separate net action to dodge each piece of black ice? I'm looking it up. Uh, yeah, I have to remember. It has been a while since I've read that particular section. Yeah. I do am looking it up. Uh, I want to say no, but I don't like it being a practice condition. Net running. Doing a net run. This is, net actions. this is the fun part of the show, everybody. <laughs> hey, you know, this is an opportunity answers. for people to learn a game system that they may never have played. So it's part yeah. of the process. Uh, against a program, if you are able to succeed, blah, 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 you can escape black ice to adjacent floor, but not pass a password. Uh, you cannot slide preventively. You can only attempt to slide once per turn. And at the top of that block, it says attempt to flee combat with a single non-demon yes. Black Ice program. So, she, all right. yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, so you can, and I believe you can slide against anything even if it's not on your current level. It's So you can slide a, oh, from the Wisp or you can sw slide from the Lich. Which would you prefer? Definitely the Lich. It all sucks right. that the Wisp is slowing me down, but the Lich can kill me. Roll it. Um, I'm going to use Luck for it then. Oh, I, I said I was going to use luck. I didn't even say how much I was going to use, so I'm going to say one. That's valid. Damn. That's valid. That's great, because the Lich has a perception of eight. We're going to do one more of these, and we're going to return to the party. Okay. All right, so you've used both your net actions, because you cracked the password and you slid from the Lich. You can keep going deeper if you want. You can go as she far as you want. Actually. Well, yeah, I slid, so I slide. go down one. All right, you slide down and you encounter a killer program. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> it looks like a demon samurai. Ooh, does it look like Jerax? Does he have like a fedora on and like yeah. a cool like katana that he bought from the mall? Is the fedora canon, Jerax? Well, that's the part of the disguise for this trip. Oh, you, yeah. you give me a hat and makeup. Mm -hmm. was, yeah, actually, fedora, you were in charge of hats, so it's up to you if the fedora is yeah. canon. It is, yes. <laughs> Fedora confirmed. The, the killer program is trained in digital yajitsu, which is the art of drawing your sword really, really fast to Ooh. chop somebody. So roll a speed check. Yes. You have plus two from Speedy Gonzalez, which means you are not meat. Congratulations. Hooray! You've used both your net actions, but you can keep going if you want. 
Uh, he chased by two programs. Yeah, he would chase me. I wouldn't be able to slide, but there's so little that I can do right now, and I don't know how much time I have left because I hear the beautiful uh, rendition of Elvis, the king, going on in the background. Mm -hmm. But I know that, like, you know, he's ending the last verse, so I'm going to drop down again. Okay. What the heck? There's somebody else in here. Hmm. Hello. <laughs> I think I took a wrong turn at the night market. How did I get here? <laughs> you the frizz? Uh, uh, who's asking? Uh, this person's digital avatar, it looks like, uh, a heavily borged out individual, essentially, uh, okay. with all sorts of like moving, transforming parts, details on the digital avatar that are continuously opening up, folding, changing, all sorts of little oh. wires, gizmos, and components, and a big red glowing eye. Yeah, super borgy. Um, uh, can I? Are you? Um, she's a bit uh, lost for words right now because she thinks she just got caught. I, I think I've seen some of your, your work. You do the educational pieces, right? Oh, well, yes. I, that is, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, <laughs> but that is me. I am the Frizz. Elizabeth Frizzle is my name. It's a pleasure to meet you. But uh, I'm a little busy right now. Maybe we can talk a little bit more later. What uh, what does this little file do right here, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, this? Uh, no, no idea. I don't work here. Why are you here? Well, uh, just out of curiosity, um... How'd you and your friends get here? I arrive here in a car or something like that. How do you that? know that I'm here with friends? Oh, it's my business to know things. Uh, Handles Glaive, by the way. Pleasure to Handles meet you. Handles Glaive. And yeah, yeah, she shakes her hand. Does she know of this other net runner named Handles Glaive? Uh, well, his handle is Glaive. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's his, <laughs> his company was Handles yeah. Glaive. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. <laughs> well, uh,. That's just Local awesome. expert or like a, a tech check. First name handle, last name Glaive. Library search? No, because that would be okay. like if you actually had time to run a search, which you don't at the moment. Basic tech? All uh, basic tech. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, you've heard of this guy. He does a lot of intelligence work and corporate security work. He's done some government contracts before. Hmm. Kind of a, kind of a, I mean, he, he's not known for like frying people's brains, but he is good at cracking into systems and especially at exploiting machinery in the field. Oh, well, that's very appropriate considering mm. that we're attached to this cyberspace that's part of a machine. Hmm. I, you know, I'm just going to quickly uh, check out this file. There's some uh, killer robots or AI that's going to try and, uh, you know, decimate my brain. So if you don't mind, and she's going to, can I? Uh, better idea. Better idea. How about you convince Jarex to turn himself in or a bad thing happens to your oh, brain right and, now uh, in this network, which would suck because your content is fantastic. I'm gonna text Jarax with my phone, mm -hmm. uh, Glaive asking for, I guess I don't have to do it in code. Glaive is asking for me to turn you in. It might be tied into uh, the fabulous guy that we just interact with. 
Mm -hmm. Do you know Glaive? Question mark? Question mark? Do I know Glaive? I. This is someone my family would would have worked with. No, this is somebody who would have tried to screw with your family. Oh, okay. You you have a couple different. There's a couple different groups involved back at home. This is somebody your family would have run afoul of. <laughs> cool. Like, they, they might take jobs for government agencies or corporations, uh, work in recovery, say if somebody were to steal corporate government secrets and then run away overseas, that sort of mm -hmm. thing. You Which know, I may might, have might been be the person you, Might be the person you call in for that sort of work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I would send a text message back being yeah. like, tell him he can uh, go shove his head in a cyber blender Okay, interesting, um, interesting. I am not turning myself in for um, anyone. I'm sorry, my Same mom just text. texted me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who this Jarex person is. My poor friend, Clint. Frank, Frank over Frank. there. He always gets confused for him. So I think that there's like a miscommunication going on here. I'm just going <laughs> to grab this file, okay? I'll, I'll be, I'm just, it's just going to take a second. All right, uh, we'll we'll deal with that in a moment. Um, I never had you actually roll an initiative check because it was all black ice, and black ice always goes before you. Mm. We're gonna pull our heads out, go to meet space for a moment, and then we'll deal with that. All right, so Jerax, you get this message. You just bought a microwave gun from a prepper. Mm -hmm. What would you like to do? Okay, well. They're probably going to be... Okay, so these guys came here for me. They know it's me. This guy is... is. I know where, I know where Miss Frizz is. She's, she's jacked in. I can see that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of... A, mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see this kind of taking place. Uh, I want to use deduction to try and find where the other access port is, where this, where this guy is on the other end jacked in. Deduction, you said? Yes. Or, I mean, or cybertech or basic tech or interface deduction I mean. or basic tech uh it wouldn't really be a cyber tech thing that's yeah. more about cybernetics basic tech is better for me so i'm gonna roll that so 14 14 uh okay there should be an obvious control structure somewhere in here maybe similar to um you weren't on that job you weren't on the race yeah you weren't on the race job uh, but there, there should be like a central control center somewhere in this dock. It is likely in a, a, a central location, relatively speaking. Okay. Deduction might tell you more specifically like what direction, but you at least know you're looking for a, a fairly obvious, you know, place where people sit to make all the big machines go. Would there be like cabling going across from the crane to this central place it's on a local bandwidth one-to-one -one shortwave transmitter that said the transmitter is on the north side of the crane indicating that the receiver on the or transmitter receiver is also to the north rather than to the south okay i am i still at the am i still at the uh the booth with the microwave guy yes okay i'm gonna would you like over here for that? Look booth? around. Look here. Look there. 
Yeah, room rubber. I need some intel ASAP. I've just received word. The enemy is here. I repeat, the enemy is here. We've got a cyber wizard. Case 10301. I need to know what the location of the control node of that crane is. The remote one. ASAP, bro. I need your help and I need it now. I always knew this day would come. Right around that corner up there, there's a, a little building with all sorts of bells and whistles sticking up off out of it. And what's the range on this bad boy? And I'm going to lift up the microwave gun. First off, hell yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Second. It's uh, it's treated as pistol range. Okay. So I need to get close to this thing. So I'm, I'm going to start making my way to this. To well, this, here's uh... the thing. Are you going to, you could shoot. Like, what's your plan here? Because if you shoot either end of this operation, it should have a similar effect, right? Well, I don't want to shoot Miss um, Frizz. Like, the goal is to fry him. Okay, very good. Then, yeah, it's within pistol range. Okay, I am going to get into, uh, what is it, six meters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to try and get as close as possible whilst also trying to not be detected i guess i don't know right. presumably this guy is preoccupied with currently engaging in cyber warfare with miss frizz so he's going to be a little bit occupied and while i can sneak up on the meat space and and zap him with okay. the microwave gun uh i'm going to put you in narrative time rather than individual time and i'm going to put you up here on the map which is around the corner from the night market where we were earlier you can mm -hmm. see that there is a truck and there's this again it looks like a a mobile trailer of sorts it's up on pylons it's got some windows in it and it's covered with transmission equipment pointing at the various cranes and such in the area okay i am gonna try and oh you're gonna say something there joe i was just gonna uh turn over to okay, natalie sure. and father grace and let them yeah. each take a shot before we move on yeah 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 sure natalie what are you up to um, Natalie never really had given much thought to religion, but now as she's hearing these songs played, and she's understanding this man before her to be some sort of religious uh, prophet figure, uh, she's interested. <laughs> she wants to buy in. She thinks there's a future in this religion stuff. Um, and she's grooving. So yeah, she's just kind of like, just the only person there with her and Jonah, like, we are the front row and the back row. <laughs> I mean, uh, I do appreciate it. it. It was a decent performance. There's at least a few other people being like, this is this is some Old Testament. Yeah, but yeah. also, yes, anding. Uh, if I can increase the value of my music performer, perhaps I can transact on this later. Hmm. All right. We're building a brand here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Everywhere, like... Natalie's mind is open to all these different possibilities and ideas, and yet they always recurve back upon the Hale corporate. The brand is strong, and I appreciate it. Uh, Jay, is there anything that you'd like to add to your performance, bring your performance to a conclusion? You have the floor for a moment. Um, do I notice that the man they are looking for just went out by himself? Uh, yeah, I think you'd be able to tell that that just happened. Um, I, I, I'll swing into a, a, a single verse of Amazing Grace uh, to end the performance and then uh, uh, hop off and uh, 
since Natalie is in the front row, this will be relatively easy. I will lean in and say, uh, I think your friend just wandered off. You might need some help. Derek? I point my guitar in that direction. I... In the absence of our usual amount of uh, firepower, you may want to consider an exit strategy. Jonah Thanks, chimes in with his uh, basic tactical knowledge. That's just what I was going to do, Jonah. You're so smart. You really do have a great future at this company. Uh, I'm going to get into the group chat and say, uh, Hey, where's everybody at? Should probably think about rolling out soon. Let's head out the back way and grab some snacks. As a way to say that we probably shouldn't leave through the door we came in. Give me first... one second. I am about to fry some fool. <laughs> How fast is that boat? Yeah. I guarantee they don't drive up. Ooh. I think the back door goes out over the bay, boss. Oh. Um. And there's no other exits around here? Uh, I mean, there are. Little... But those guys got here somehow. I'm not going out over the bay. Jerax, did you bring that butter knife? We might have to cut our own hole out. <laughs> well, boss. I mean, we should we should take we should take the pastor's boat. Yeah, but the boat's at the dock, Jonah. And we're here in the pastor's We should. What do you guys think? Lots of question marks. Jonah shuts up. <laughs> we're cutting our way out of this are, wall. How far are we from the dock? You are. Like a hundred meters. Hmm. And does it like come when you call? Like, is it like a? No, I, I, I cannot road trip. Natalie, that technology will not be in Natalie's thinking of it though. Like, would be so neat if the car could just come. Somehow, um, Network Fifty Four yeah. will be the one that puts that technology on the market. With no credits in me. <laughs> Your remake of Dude, Where's My Car? They make the technology for it. <laughs> Find my family never picked up, but the idea went somewhere. All right, so uh, Father Graceland, you are on the move, I take it? Yeah, I'll say, uh, well, I'm going to go out get my boat. Come here after me. If you don't come, it's been lovely knowing you. And I'm going to head for the back exit and my boat. Okay. On the way, I'm going to just uh, pass by prison uh, day, head to the boat, and go on. All right. On the move. Let us now, before the brain is fried, let us return to cyberspace for more brain frying action. I am going to have the frizz roll an, a roll for initiative against the other netrunner against Glaive. Um, initiative? What would I roll for that? You're actually going to roll, like, initiative initiative on your oh. character sheet rather than interface. Boop. Come on. All right. Yeah. So, 
Good news and bad news. Good news is you have the drop on Glaive and you are going to go first. Bad news is all that black ice always goes first. Yeah. It is going to come charging down here. And they are both going to try to attack you. Killer is going to attack first. Hooray. Roll to defend yourself. Um, oh my god. What? How uh, much res does uh, Speedy Gonzalez have? Uh, seven. Not anymore! Yeah. Oh my god. Killer's so. digital samurai sword slices through your speedy iguana deleting the program from your deck wait delete like full on deleting it or can deleting i re-res it deleting it <gasps> destroying no! it corrupting and erasing it it is not de-resed it is gone Aww. now the wisp <laughs> now the wisp is going to attempt to fry your brain Z Roll to defend yourself. I didn't use any luck. I do have, as a house rule, I do allow you to spend your luck afterwards. I That's Yeah, a... but I'm, I'm saving it. For All right, then. The take two points of damage directly to your brain, and you can only take one net action this turn. Well, I would like to open up. No, two, that... two net actions. Two net actions. Nice. I'd like to open up the file that's in this uh, this portion of. Right. Roll interface to access. Can I uh, add three luck to that? Yes, you can. Fifteen. The difficulty value was eight. Oh well, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just in case uh all right so you grab the file you download it it is a whole bunch of juicy juicy information about this here night market it's got uh like who's the who's allowed in who's allowed out it's got names of who's participating this is the kind of thing you could leverage for favors or just sell to a fixer I like both of those options, and with my many uh, memory chips that I have on my person at all times, I fill it uh, like one of those chips with the uh, file that I have and like take mm. it out of my deck. Um, uh, do I have to activate Hellbolt before I use it? It's, it's like a normal program? I think as an attack, you activate it, it does its thing, and then it derezzes immediately. All right. So I would in like... the process of activating it, it goes off. I would like to activate Hellbolt, and for me to safely jack out of this net space, I don't have to use an action, correct? Safe jack out you... of an action. Oh, it is? Yes. Okay. Um, well, I was going to Hellbolt him as kind of like a FU, but I'd rather safely jack out. All right. So you, you steal the pay data, and then just... Yeah. It was nice meeting you, um, uh, Handles, whatever your name is. So I'm going to go, again, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I'm going to talk to him for, do I, I don't know that Jarex is going to go and try and fry this dude. Do I? I, uh, I definitely he, put a message in the group chat saying, oh. Spear Mac going to fry this fool. 
can I try and do some kind of like, you know, villain speech monologue where I'm dragging it out and he's not going to make any action and I can kind of just like hold him until JRX is Only if you stay in the network. I will stay in the network and then I will activate um, either armor or shield. Give me one second to look at. Uh, I'm taking brain damage or am I just taking normal damage? You're taking brain damage. Then I'll activate armor. Okay. All right, what skill would you like to use to monologue? Oh my what gosh. What is the theme of your monologue? Well, you know, I feel as net runners, we need to stick together because you know all those meat people out there, they don't understand the cyberspace. They don't understand the connectivity that we have as a person, as a role. And she's just gonna go on and on and on about the importance of net runners and us working together and how it's a shame that he is on the bad person side. Okay. Uh, persuasion? Yeah. Persuasion is fine. Persuasion is good. Uh, or conversation. Conversation is about empathy and about leading people on. Persuasion is about making a strong point. Conversation is to like get information out of them. Right. Either is valid for get keeping somebody talking. You definitely were on more of a persuasive role there. Okay, I agree. But like, yeah, thirteen. Okay, we're gonna call that a complimentary role. You're you're keeping him fairly distracted. Uh, and he's also content to just sort of sit there as this black ice that he's already evaded is trying to chew on your brain right uh, he does look like he's a little distracted you can tell he's controlling a control node somewhere in this architecture and so he's using one of his net actions to focus on that with his other net actions he is going to res he's already got speedy gonzalez resed and I'll see if I'll see how Flack works, and if he needs to uh, have that like active, or if that's sort of a reaction. Flack. Yeah, he has a Flack program, so it looks like digital confetti flowing around all around him. Mm -hmm. And it is going. It messes with any attacks you use against him, like Hellbolt, etc. Those are supposed to give you a bonus. It removes that bonus. Right, 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 right. I have to find, I would have to just shut off the program entirely to stop it instead of doing damage. Right. Okay. All right, so he's got that going and he's saying, look, I mean, like I said, I'm a big fan of your work and I agree, but you gotta go where the money is, right? And in this case, the money is just a little bit of information that Jarex Ashwater may have made off with and may have made him a few enemies. And you know, if he can be convinced to part with that information, he can avoid a whole lot of pain and suffering. You know, and so can his friends. Uh, As she continues to monologue, she texts that information to Jerax uh, why he's being targeted. Okay. Uh, Jerax, meanwhile, in meat space, go ahead and move. Yeah. Um, I guess I would move closer to the building. Mm -hmm. I can move five, so I'll move. With I'll move. an athletics check, I would allow you to scale up that. Oh, let's let's do that. I mean, that sounds cool. All right. Athletic. You don't have the cyber legs. Go ahead and roll it. I got the arms, though. <laughs> All right, so you just walk over, hoist <laughs> yourself up, place yourself right here. Right there? Yeah. You, you see a guy sitting in the chair, staring into space with VR going. Is this the guy? Um, if I roll an interface check to check where the port is... That would take your action. That would take my action. Mm -hmm. 
but he's definitely glazed over and like do i see this guy below me yeah he's just a security guard he he as you jump up like a cyber ninja he just looks over uh excuse me is this the same is this the same team no oh does he does he do i see anyone else in this building like you anyone else is jacked in nope no uh i'll just turn to the security guard and be like i don't really have an excuse um i'm just gonna shoot the guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right I'm gonna, I'm gonna microwave this guy in front of me this is a handguns check oh really yeah, this is treated as a handgun. Sick. Let's go, You're within Jared. four meters. You need to beat a 13, and you get a plus one because I'm going to treat her uh, Kelly's check to keep the guy distracted as a complimentary skill check to give you a plus one on this roll, so roll it. Time to fry, maybe. Oh! Wait, plus one. Have, do you have luck? No! You have luck? Oh, come on! How is it possible? I rolled a one. That's amazing. This oh. is the best day of my life. <laughs> All right. You walk up, you pull the trigger, and some like computer machinery in the area just throws off sparks all over the place and explodes. <gasps> and the guy looks up at you. What the fuck? Yeah, no, sorry. Sorry about this. I'm trying to listen. They call me in to conduct these repairs. And I tell you, I, this thing, this, this new tech that they gave me, I do, I, it doesn't even work half the time. I mean, he shoots it, you in the face. What? <laughs> but I was so he convincing. shoots you in the face. Didn't he see the sparks? Yeah, he, he sees you with a microwaver. He's not dumb. He knows what that is. He's going to shoot you Shit. in the face. I love how absolutely unnecessary this part of the combat is, too. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. yeah, he's going to shoot you in the face. Okay. He is oh, not going to shoot you in the face. That being said, <laughs> the rate of fire on his gun is two, and it's not a poor quality gun, which means that a critical failure doesn't cause it to malfunction. So he's going to try to shoot you in the face. Was it a moment of hesitation from him? Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, there was a moment of hesitation <laughs> as you just sort of like started yammering on about repairs with a freaking pocket EMP in your hand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Father Graceland, are you making a beeline for your boat? I am indeed making a beeline for my boat. <sighs> okay. I, you I am running at top speed. All right. As you're running uh, down the, a corridor, roll a perception check. Sure thing. Doing a little, a little narrative here. Oh, no. oh, <laughs> oh gosh, guys. Okay. Yeah, nope. Everything's fine. Everything's Everything is absolutely okay. fine. Yep. Don't. <laughs> Don't just, you know, don't worry about it. Um, Natalie, what are you doing? You, you see this message about frying a nerd. You see uh, the frizz saying this guy in the network is trying to get information from you, Jerex, blah, blah, blah. Like your phone is bloop, 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 bloop. What do you do? Hmm. Yeah, all that stuff seems pretty standard. Um, so here's a question. I've been seeing rotating in the advertisements this Lupo item, and I feel like that would really help us on our trip. So I'd like to purchase one of those. Are you guys okay? A blue? You want an? You want a blue bow? I mean, you're gonna have to go to like a 
that's a that's a specialty item you're not going to get it here you're going to need to talk to a fixer you're going to need to go to a tech specialist night market because like especially the high-end blue bows with the full uh, intrusion kit those are de those are handcrafted by a very skilled tech it's going to run you so Natalie's having that experience where she walked up and she wanted to buy like some junky vase that she was hoping was like 20 bucks and somebody has started explaining to her how oh it's handcrafted and you can only get the materials and <laughs> kind of glazes over um okay um yeah she's uh <laughs> okay Natalie's just kind of filling in her time until there's an explosion somewhere or everyone comes running towards her uh, yeah. We, her her threshold is, like, way up here by this point. There's business being done here, and that's where she's fixing This is what happens when you go on a mission without the monarch, is you've become so desensitized to explosions and violence that what constitutes as a threat or a call to action is all out of whack. Well, has there been an explosion yet? There's just been stuff taking place in the computer, and then, like, maybe, like, a bang in an alleyway. <laughs> That could have been a car yeah. backfiring. No comment. Um, all right. I'm going to go ahead and this black ice is going to continue to try to fry your brain. Oh, yay. You you, you have the armor resed, right? I do. Yeah, the killer is going to try to destroy that. Okay, that's nice. But wouldn't the right. black ice go first over Netrunners? Yes. Nice. So the killer programs, which are locked onto you, uh... And not the other guy. It's going to try to slash your armor. Roll interface. Oh, 15. Roll interface to defend yourself. Is there a way to help, Kelly? Oof. Not enough help. I think it has seven health on the armor, right? Seven. Res. Deleted. Uh-oh. <sighs> this is turning into a very expensive run. It really is. All right, so and that's the armor. Wisp Murder time. Roll to defend yourself. 13. Oh, oh, wait. 13. Yes. Yeah. Defender, Defender wins. wins ties. Zzz, zzz. Your go. What would you like to do? Um, so I like wait for a moment. Like, I feel like I can kind of like assume when Jarex is going to, does he look like he's like reacting to a yeah, microwave you, you being shot? Yeah, you can see his digital avatar sort of dodge something. And uh, the the whole f infrastructure warbles for a moment, like there's some interference, like somebody fired off an EMP at close range. Gosh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you, but I really, I feel like I got what I needed, and I have to go. So you know, good luck with everything and whatever you're doing, and I'll see you later. And uh, she safely <laughs> jacks out. All right. That is a. You still have your move. What would you like to do? Oh my gosh, uh, I'm gonna, like, um, start saying, uh, what? Sales on pizza is down the dock, ah, and she's gonna run, she's gonna run, <laughs> how fast can I run? Uh, go ahead and go, get, go your move speed. Okay, I think my smooth is seven. All right, Natalie, you see Five. The, the frizz yelling about pizza sales on the docks and running. Oh, that's an opportunity. Um, Natalie's going to move over towards Frizz as well. Are, are we moving all movement speed now? Uh, we're a little narrative if you're if like nobody nearby is trying to kill you. Um, you, you can yeah, catch up no if you one. want. Or be a little bit behind. Whew, oh my gosh, thank God. There you are, Miss Frizz. 
We're uh, we're gearing up to get out of here. Are you all set? Yeah, I heard there's a sale on pizzas. We have to go quick. I think one of our friends might have burnt his mouth and might die soon from the pizza. Let's go check out. <laughs> I'm going to assume that's code and you're not that excited about pizza. But if you are and it is pizza, I won't be sad. <laughs> Natalie's going to follow you now. And uh, Jonah, I assume, would point to the exit where uh, he had a little more wherewithal to see where we might be. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you uh if you go towards the dock, he can swing by on the way out and pick you up. But you're gonna have to jump real cinematic like. Ooh. This way. I don't see any pizza. Wait, that's where we're going? I thought we were oh. going up. Are you rushing to Jax's defense? That's this way. Are you rushing to get picked up by the boat? That's this way. <laughs> Uh, you know, Jerex went up there pretty confidently. I think he can get himself out. So I'm oh, gonna go, no. go to Natalie. I'm so sorry. All right. I'm sorry, Jerex, you went outside and I lost you. <laughs> but I text pizza, pizza. It's here. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Jerex, that guy just tried to shoot you in the face. He he hit me. I think with the second one, right? That's right. Rolled a 15, you didn't roll damage. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, no, because he was trying to shoot you in the face. Oh. That was mm. dumb of him. Hasn't he learned from the mark? <laughs> Hasn't he seen my brain dances that I've been selling on the black market where it's been glaringly obvious that Monarch is incompetent? Anyway, uh, I, I'm just going to, like, look at him and be like, bro, please, come on, I'm trying to, trying to do my job here. I'm on the clock, huh? And I'm just going to aim the microwave gun back at the Netrunner. <laughs> Like really you doubling, doubling down on the repair job. Okay, roll. A, you no longer have the the bonus on this, so if you're just trying to fry him again, roll yeah. the uh, the thing with the stuff. I'm just trying to fry him. Okay. Handgun check, please. Yes. Okay. Okay. The netrunner only has one. What happens with a microwave gun when you shoot it at a person is that the it disables two pieces of their hardware of their cyberware. In this case, he only has one piece of cyberware. That is his interface plugs, which are what is keeping him connected to the network. So he is forcibly disconnected from the network. Does this kill the netrunner? Oh, that's all it does. It doesn't fry his brain. Well, it forcibly disconnects him from the network and it causes all the black ice that had he'd slid from it, but then it caught up with him. They both get a free parting shot on him. Ooh. Okay, but I've got one more action, right? The rate of fire on the microwave, I believe, is very heavy, which means you only get the oh, okay. one shot with it. So hopefully it gets fragged by the, the Black Ice program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what's really interesting here, the Wisp is okay, but the Lich is going to be more interesting. So he's going <laughs> to roll to defend himself. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. Alright, so the Wisp fries him for four points of damage, which is not the most exciting thing in the world. <laughs> but then he has to defend himself against the Lich. Yes. Which is gonna make an interface he's gonna make an interface check to defend himself. The Lich is gonna roll an interface check Come to on, attack Lich. him. Come on! Come on! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Critical Come fail. On. Come on, Lich. Which would have been really helpful, too. 
Oh, I know. The Lich decreases all of his stats. His intelligence, his reflex, and his dexterity by 1d6 for an hour. <sighs> that would have been so useful. Yeah, would have been clutch. Uh, so he's now... And he's disconnected. Uh, you have your movement if you'd like to use it. Does that force penalties upon him? Nope. All that happens when you're forced... One, he can't net run for an hour or until it, it cools off because his, his interface plugs are down. And uh, two, he automatically gets the parting shot from all the black ice. Wasn't that one more ice? Yeah. Oh, the killer. Yeah, but that just kills his programs. Oh, well, that's pointless. Um, uh, can I climb into this building? Yeah, you can climb in. All I mean, right. you're, you're standing. Basically, it's got a little stairs going up. You're standing in front of the door, so you can just walk in. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to walk in and uh, get my mono katana out. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Save Jerex! He's over there just a victim of good choices. <laughs> Listen, I need this guy put in the dirt. I can't leave any loose ends at this night market trip. I can't wait to tell the others about what transpired here. They're like, you went, you did what? When you went, you went to the shopping night for three hours and we almost died. So, what, what I'm really concerned about is the fact that there were like three guards and no one's guarding this guy. I'm planning on escaping as soon as I kill this guy. I, I just thought his brain was going to be fried when I shot him, but... Well, uh, what this guy is going to do is he is going to use all of his move. He is going to use all of his move to jump out the window behind him. What? Cool. And then he's going to use the rest of his move to keep running, and he's pretty fast. How fast? His move speed is seven. Oh my god. Wait, so he's like... He's... Miles away. <laughs> 35 feet. Well, I don't know. know how meters work either, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, everyone else who has chosen to disengage, you now have the option as the speedboat. What does your speedboat look like? Uh, it just, you know, it's actually just looks like a beat up, oversized speedboat. Uh, there is absolutely nothing particularly special about it except for the fact that uh, the uh, there's three rows of seats and a cargo area, and uh, in the cargo area also sticking up is uh, a very heavy-looking gun attached to a turret that you can, you know, you can stand behind and you can swing it around. Ooh. Um, right, this is the graphic I have, but this isn't exactly a speedboat. That's fine. I'm imagining one of those old, like, deep-sea fishing chairs, but it's actually just, like, a gunner chair now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, you know, it, it's all... it, it there, Different, there's different colors on it is because I had to replace parts of it with other parts of it. You know, like like when you see a car and the car door is a different color from the rest of the car. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's called At Gator point, Toe. Uh, a previous owner painted it red under the belief that red ones go faster. But, yep. you know, sure. that's long since eroded and been replaced piece by piece. Um, yeah. And there is very obvious uh, uh, metal plating atta attached all around it by bolts. All right, so the three of you still on the dock have the option of hopping on board. Um, um, yes, but can I send I'm going to tell you. Being like, hi, guys. Actually missed my shot on him, and he is kind of getting away. Might be in trouble. Security on me. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie texts back, pizza at... 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I don't know why you are saying that, but if you could bring the boat round to the northern section of the dock, I would appreciate it. Gonna try and take a parting shot and run away. Uh, okay. That's right, possible uh, for the boat to do, right? Jay, there's a you're in a situation right now where with a little bit of fancy work and like pivoting around one of the buoys, you might be able to quickly pull a reverse. You want to do a sea vehicles, water vehicles check for me? Sure thing. 27. That's cool. 27. Ooh. Yep. All right, so as you hop on, the engine roars. It's the whole sh boat just dips in the water and you've never seen a vessel do that the whole so, thing screams around and we're gonna put it right over here and, and, and the really cool thing is he's just sitting there like with playing the guitar while he does this Ooh. and there's a cable going from his head into the into the into the uh control panel oh that's awesome yeah, so he basically does like a, a K-turn parallel park into the back. What are you playing? Uh, we've got some good chase music going on, so uh, um, I'm thinking um, um, we get a burning love. Okay, okay. Uh, Jerex, the security officer, he, he sees you jump in with this gun spewing energy rays, except it actually just sort of you know, hums and then things spark because that's not the way that real science works. <laughs> he he walks up behind you with a, his gun out and says, "All right, get down!" And he sees you with a mono katana in hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. Roll a reputation check. Ooh. Twenty. Nice. He pulls his gun, he walks in, he sees you with these chromed up arms and this, uh, you know, vibrating sword, and he just hears the kabuki yo in the background. <laughs> he walks right back down, takes up his position, and just stares <laughs> forward, like... Smart man. He makes it very clear to you that he doesn't see anything, and then he's just gonna stand right here. Nice. That's amazing. What do you do? I am going to jump out this window. Okay. Um, which is three <laughs> of my movements. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to try and take a shot with my rifle at this dude. Okay. Uh, 28 meters. Uh, no, 22, 22 meters, which is going to give you a 15 to hit. 15 to hit. Okay. With shoulder arms. I aim for the... Hmm. I take an aim shot to the legs. It's it's even more difficult, right? Just... Yep, that'd be a twenty-three to hit. Ah, uh, well. Hmm. Pizza, pizza. There's pizza, a bunch of mass Texas. I'll take. I'll tell you what. I'll take you an aim. Cheesy. Aim shot at the head. Let's just go for it. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a parting shot. Why no, not? I have yeah, faith. it's a parting shot. Faith. All right, which is still a twenty-three, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I gotta crit this. I think. That's not a crit. <laughs> That's nope. So the shot goes wide. Are you going to pursue or are you going to disengage? Oh no, I'm out of here. I'm just okay. I'm bounding down the street. Yep. You run down the pier, 
you can hear people like gunshots have now echoed out in the area so the night market is popping off people are rushing for cover people are getting their guns and this is a weapons dealer area like there are people with serious caliber you hustle down the docks leap into the air hit the ship and father graceland what do you do as soon as he's on board uh as soon as he's on board we are i'm gonna i'm gonna hit the knocks and mm -hmm. away we go all right, what direction are you heading? Like out to sea, uh, into the bay, what sort of direction? Um, I'm bothered by the fact that they were obviously trying to use the crane to like drop something on a car or a vehicle or pick a vehicle up to escape or something involving the crane lifting something heavy to get us. Mm -hmm. So um, I am concerned. So I'm going to go straight out until we're definitely out of reach of that large crane. I have no idea if I'm out of it. And then we'll turn around and come back to a different dock than the one I was at. As you turn around, uh, everybody roll perception checks. Mm. Well, there's oh your crit. Why couldn't yeah, that have well, been your last roll? One earlier. One earlier. All right. Pretty much everybody hears a this high-pitched whining buzz as you pull away from the dock two gyrocopters hop out of cargo containers turn in your direction and come buzzing towards you and we'll continue the story next week on red sky city yeah. cyberpunk conspiracy thank you everyone for uh for tuning in today wow <laughs> oh. cool. it was uh, awesome to have Jay with us for the first time, Kelly with us once again. And yeah, I mean, what's funny is that Jay and I were just literally talking about how when you're doing a streamed show, you can't just do the shopping in a normal table game with your friends. You can spend an entire episode just shopping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the solution is you have somebody come in the door with a gun. <laughs> yep. Though, to be fair, I, I obviously underestimated the, uh, the, the the perky buying power of one Natalie. Uh, <laughs> we did purchase items. Yes. Many people have underestimated the power of Natalie Smith, and many of those people are now dead. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, that'll be our show. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and tune in next time for what's probably the grand finale, depending on how we pace ourselves. <laughs>